Mm, yeah. How about that? How about that? Hi, everybody. It's the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the best show. Starting off hot tonight, right? None of this. Hi, everybody. It's the best show. We're not talking like that no more. And I'm sick of I got to say, I hear these podcasts and everybody talks so measured and it's like you can hear everybody not wanting to bug their neighbor with their apartment with their with their podcast you know what i mean hear everybody no i want my neighbor to hear, get it start banging on the wall shut up in there shut up keep quiet so they start to talk like this yeah and it's uh it's a sickness These podcasts are sick there's way too many of them <laughs> Everybody knows most of them just suck hard outright. They're just terrible. Right from the right, everybody knows. Everybody knows. But you know what you don't know? You don't know what the best show is going to do because we keep you on your on your toes over here. We keep you on your bleeping toes. That's how the old rat bastard does it. They don't like this rat bastard thing. I love it. I love it. They call me the rat bastard. Look, I didn't pick that name. They did. But sometimes you just got to take the nickname if it fits. You know what I mean? The shoe fits. What was that one story with the shoe? What was the one? What nursery rhyme is that with the shoe? Old woman. In a shoe. Old woman. Old woman. No, no. The one with the put the shoe on and it fits. Cinderella, right? Yeah, shoe played heavily in that plot. Yeah. There was a shoe in that. (laughs) Well, guess what? I'm here to say shoe to all these lousy podcasts. They're swarming around me like too many gnats. I'm about to go get a can of Raid. (laughs) Except you know what the can of Raid says on it? The best show. Don't say raid on it. It's it's best show podcast. The best show podcast vermin killer, right? Insects and vermin. Don't kill them. Just knocks them out. You go take a nap. Go take a nap in the fog. Well, what are we doing tonight? Undeniable truths. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Because there are some undeniable truths, and you know, you know about them, and. I think we need to, because you ever heard the thing, the, the thing when you're just like, because here's how this started. Today, your guy want, wasn't having a great day. The, the day didn't start so hot. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I need to go cheer myself up with some food that, that makes me happy, right? So where'd I go? That's right. Jimmy John's. I got this sandwich. Well, first of all, you go you go to places. Like I know everybody's compromised now with staff and people are sick and everybody. The people that are out working are doing a great job, and you, uh, I salute everybody. I salute everybody. Be appreciated. I appreciate it. I say to the Jimmy John's employees, "Thank you for your service." Um, but man. 
these people are ordering. This is the thing. I'm not complaining about the staff. I'm complaining about the infrastructure of certain places. The people working there, they're not the ones shaping all this stuff. You go to Jimmy John's, they're, they're in the middle of making an order of 50 sandwiches for, for something. So they're all tied up doing that. And I get it. You go where the business goes. Me with my one lowly sandwich. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not expecting to jump the line, but holy moly, I'm standing there for, I'm standing for 10 minutes as if I'm in a good restaurant. You know what I mean? Like this place stinks and I, it's supposed to just be fast, but you know, it stinks. That's the trade off. I'm standing there as if this is like a, a gourmet meal. Like you think I, I'm waiting, I'm going to see Wolfgang Puck is going to take take me to my seat. Right? Trust me. There ain't no Wolfgang Pluck over at uh, uh, Jimmy John's. There might be some wolf meat in that food. I think some, I think they, I think they do serve wolf there. I think that's the number eight on the menu. Wolf and cheese. Coyote on rye. Coyote on whole wheat. So here's how it works. I'm waiting there for this dumb sandwich. It's supposed to cheer me up, right? Waiting for them to make some order of God knows what office is going to get plagued by Jimmy John's now by a, I got everybody Jimmy John's. And you watch how fast they make the sandwiches. You're just like, well, boy, I don't know how, how these sandwiches could be at all terrible. They're making them in 10 seconds. So they finally make my thing, this veggie sandwich. I get it. I get in the car. I start eating it. I immediately get a stomach cramp. I, I mean, I mean, like immediately. My stomach like seizes up. And that's when I was like, you know what a universal truth is for you, Tom? An undeniable truth for you? Jimmy John stinks. Stop eating it. I don't know why I associated it with anything resembling anything other than being terrible. But I did at one point. I need a list. We all need a list. And that's why we're going to form a start a list tonight. of The undeniable truths. Jimmy John's is terrible and gives you stomach cramps. Undeniable truth number one. So I'm getting ready to do the show. I'm logging in. We're setting the whole thing up. And we got the whole crew tonight. We got Dudio. You know, I'm going to just start the show. Why, why am I doing this? Oh, why, why, I'm doing the show before the show. This warm up. This warm up right now. Does Johnny Carson come out and do his uh, thing and uh, do the whole show before the show starts? No. He starts and the music plays and then the show starts like this. Jersey, back again 
Tuesday night like it's been since the beginning of time and welcome everybody thanks for joining us here I'm the host of the best show and I got uh the gang it's all here hail hail the gang's all here as they say we got uh Pat how are you yo yo we got uh Hollywood Dudio aka Woodio how are you tonight I'm doing great Tom how are you I'm I'm good. Well, thanks for asking. You just uh, you just didn't give me a uh, guttural yo yo. You actually asked oh. how I'm doing. It's very very thoughtful. <laughs> well, I, I care. That's why I, I appreciate I, that too. I appreciate that, and that uh, give yourself fifty points for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, last but certainly not least, we have the one and only AP Mike. The uh, the the guy the new jersey uh the real maybe maybe what do you think about it if you're just the jersey devil what do you think about jersey that jersey devil uh i no. think we yeah i don't i, want, I don't want to get mixed up with satanism sure no you're you're a very uh <laughs> you're very religious and that's one of the things that <laughs> yeah. that it's uh, that's one of the things that that i i appreciate about you is okay. your it's your faith mm-hmm. that you uh I went to eat, uh, and I'm reading this book. I went to uh, a place that sells uh, Chinese food, and I'm eating there. And uh guy says to me, I'm reading this book. What book? It's a little Stephen book I'm reading for the Best Show Book Club. Uh-huh. And God, if you want to know whether whether we do stuff that goes above and beyond for the listeners of the Best Show, the idea we're getting through this book unrequited wait what is it called unrequited uh infatuations i believe is that what it's called jason yes. uh it was I, I at first i thought it was unrequited but then mike uh, jumped down my throat yeah the professor mike 
AP Mike. Uh, didn't like that. So I'm reading it, and the guy says to me, you're reading the Bible? <laughs> what? You're reading the Bible? No, no, no. Uh, so all sorts of things take place in these these paper, uh, these these piles of paper. Uh, you not just the Bible. Was he covered in scarves? He was not, although he would consider it his own Bible. <laughs> yeah, little Stephen would actually consider it a Bible. Like, it is. Uh, yeah, this book is something else, and we're going to do best show book club in a couple weeks. We'll do it. Uh, we'll figure out a couple people. We're trying to get uh, trying to get some guests to be involved in it. Look, the ideal thing would be as if we got the man himself to come on. I don't and know I, I have reached out to his publicist. You did reach out. I did reach out. You got to connect. Out there has a connect. Yeah, you got to connect. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. At best when show you reached for life. out, did you um? Do you remember exactly how you approached him? I mean, do you have any? From behind. Sorry? From behind. From behind. Wait, now I'm, I'm actually confused. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You said, I thought you were setting me up as if I reached out in person. Oh, no, to, no, like, no. Grab no. him. No, no, no. I, I wondering... CC'd you on the, on the email. Do you want me to read it to you? Well, I actually do have a transcript of it here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually. Uh, play it with this audio uh i have this audio uh translation (laughs) software great great this is what jason wrote to little steve and here we go let's boot it up here 105.3 you're listening to the valley's rock station the bear my name is jason gore and on the phone with me right now e street guitarist extraordinaire silvio dante from the sopranos and of course radio legend uh little steve and van sant what's going on man how you doing jason now, at that point, you were working at a Lowe's, and you were cutting the two-by-fours? Yeah, uh, yeah, between, he came in the back. He's... Between introductions? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I still, we've analyzed this a hundred times. <laughs> I still don't exactly know what that is. Man. How you doing, Jason? It's What's going on, man? How you doing, Jason? <laughs> it is a sweeper, so it's just a sound that took me from that to... Um, like another part of my air check when I was trying to get a job in radio. And look, so, Alan, it's not a saw. And I want to say this to you, Jason. Jason, you uh-huh. know I love you. Oh, I know it, Tom. I we do. hung out the other night. We hung we out. Me and Jason hung out the other night. It was great. Where we hang out at uh, a place called Club COVID, and uh, it's yeah. a fun little place. No, we hung out. We saw a Pink Floyd exhibit uh, in the best part of Los Angeles. Hollywood uh, Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. Two blocks um, from Ripley's. Two blocks from Ripley's, right next to Musso and Frank's. Um, and look, Jason, you know, I love you. Yeah. There's, I do hear an edit in here, though, right? Where, where, where is the edit? Right here. Listen to the Valley's Rock Station, The Bear. My name is Jason Gore, and on the phone with me right now, E Street Guitars. Is that not an edit? We're between them on the phone right now, E Street Guitars. No, that's not an edit. Oh, E Street Guitarist Extraordinary. E Street Guitarist phone with me right now. E Street Guitarist. <laughs> I hear a little, little. On the phone little... with me right now. E Street Guitarist Legend. Phone with me right now. E Street Guitarist. I don't know. 
it's send it to the lab for further analysis. Well, if it, if there is an edit there, it's only because I have only have a certain amount of time for an oh, air no. check. Oh no, I get it, so, Jason. That's, that's what I said. I'm just I'm asking. I'm asking. I want some inside. I want the inside scoop on how these things work. Do you want me to make you one of these with clips from the best show? How you doing there, Jason? What's going on, man? How you doing, Jason? I want you to have that sound in there, the, this. Jason. I want that in there. You want that so, sound? Meh, meh. I can find it. I have it. Okay. And of all the sounds you chose, what made you chur- choose, <laughs> choose a, a, a bandsaw? A bandsaw? Well, it, was, it, it's good. it goes good with the rock format. Sure. No, because you assume most people listening to classic rock are probably working in some sort of construction site. <laughs> Right, the hard hats. Yeah, you were playing music for the hard hats at that point. It's all I do. You got to keep the hard hats. Yeah, you got to keep the hard hats entertained. That's my audience. I, I'm. I've yeah. got a very blue collar audience. Because you were always ready for what for to to be have your car break down and then suddenly a hard hat. Yeah, drives past and sees you and's like, "Hey, that's that's Jason Gore." You joke, but that happened so much when I was working in radio. I'd be at a bar and like some weirdo would come up and be like, man, I can't believe I'm having a beer next to Jason Gore from the bear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, great. Did they buy you drinks? Uh, yeah, they did all the time. Good. So that wasn't I, a bad thing. That was a nice thing. No, that's a great thing that the, that you were getting free free drinks from the hard hats. Hard hats love me. Yeah, the hard hats love you. Now, Mike, if a hard hat... You would get hard hats at masses, right? Yeah. Guys coming in that just punch a punch in the clock, right? They're coming in. They're they're the living embodiment of the Bruce Springsteen song out in the street. These guys are coming in. <laughs> they, it's a, the they're loading crates down on the dock. Um, Construction electricians, plumbers. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah. Did the hard hats tip well? Yeah, they did. Because they because they recognize another hardworking slob. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think I I may have mentioned it before. And when I was working at MetLife Stadium, mm-hmm. I'd rather work the Jets games rather than the Giants games because the Giants fans were, you know, more well healed, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Jets fans were more uh, working class, and they tip better. You'd rather work a Jets game. Yeah. Because they, because they, because they get it. Because they, 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 yeah. I would rather yeah. work a Jets game. They're just, I don't know. This same idea. Have you? Did you hear that they're gonna try to? A lot of people are trying to get them to change their name to the Jersey Jets. Yeah, I don't know where that's gonna go. So would they be called the New York New the New York Jersey Jets? No, <laughs> they'd be the Jersey Jets because they practice in New Jersey. Oh. Yeah, no, I look, I, I agree. And they play they, in New Jersey. They yeah, never set foot in New York. Yeah. Well, so yeah, the guy said to me, is that a Bible? And I was like, no, it's not a Bible. I'm reading this little <laughs> Stephen book getting ready for the best show book club. Did it Did it still have the cover on? No, no, I take the, oh, I take oh. the, I take the, <laughs> uh, the dust jacket off. See, see, I, if the cover was on, I would have just turned it towards him. Does yeah. that look like Jesus? <laughs> It's the Bible. <laughs> Could have been a good gag. Leviticus 17. <laughs> does that look like Moses? Yea, who does not understand 
the word, this is the word of God. Peace be with you and also with you. Best part of church. I would go back to church if church was five minutes long and was just peace be with you, also with you. And then the priest does the funny, the quote unquote funny two minutes at the top of the sermon. <laughs> and then, uh, then we get body of Christ. And then, uh, and look, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but they could also position the thing. So you do body of Christ and then you just head on out. You just keep rolling right you to like the parking the, lot. You like the peace be with you part. Yeah, that's my favorite. Didn't, part. didn't it produce didn't produce any anxiety as to like who you had to shake hands with. No, no, you just I just nod at the people. I go peace. Oh, you nod. It's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, my favorite. I'll, sure, I'll shake their hand. That's oh. my favorite part. Always Again, my favorite before, part. Hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. This guy, this guy's positioning himself as if he's a Joe Lunchpail. Because he's a little too a little too important to to throw a peace be with you. To, no, I'm not to saying I, had no, I have nothing wrong with the message. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the handshaking that was the, the cause of the anxiety. What are you going to get? Like a novelty hand? Like I, a, you don't know. You don't know. You get <laughs> you get the, the, the one the, no, a number get the, one the wet dish rag. Finger. You know, we could get a number one foam finger. <laughs> Start shaking with that. That would literally be the funniest <laughs> thing that ever happened in humanity if you pulled the number one foam finger out to shake at church with people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, that would get me back to that'd get me. You want to get me back in? It's uh-huh. five minutes. It's peace be with you. Two funny minutes. Uh-huh. Body of Christ. They turn it around right to the front of the thing. You get that you get that host, you go right to the parking lot. You're out the door. And then maybe they could have some sort of uh I don't know lemonade or something out on the steps like when you're out of the church i'm not saying they have to incorporate lemonade into a mass uh-huh. it wouldn't kill them to set a pitcher of lemonade up out in the out on the front steps so yeah so it was not the bible i was reading i was reading little steven's book um and I'm going to go easy on the things I'm saying here because we're definitely not going to get little Steven if I start going down any of these words. <laughs> well, I just tweeted, so it could happen. Yeah. Um, so, I'm thinking maybe maybe we should do a show where you know no guests are involved. Yeah. So we can speak our mind freely. <laughs> because you know I had to sort of Isn't hold back a little show, on, on the first first show. You, know. so you felt that way with what the the book club thing? Yeah, I mean, so this is how I, I, I felt. We... Look, this is what this, I'm going to say. This now we can say it now. Now it's the first book club number one's over. I love that book, and I love those authors came on, and they were a blast, and they talked all about nothing but a good time. But it was one of the funniest parts of it was AP Mike, <laughs> AP Mike holding his nose yeah. <laughs> as if he doesn't think that this '80s metal isn't the worst music he's ever heard in his life. Uh-huh. And he's trying to ask a serious question about kicks. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard in my life. You hear Mike be like, so tell me about kicks. Did you? 
When yeah, I mean, I, I had to restrain myself. When, you know? when Bang Tango were working on their <laughs> second album, I was asking serious questions. He great. thinks it's the worst music he's ever heard. Uh-huh. He was really bummed uh, out that we didn't have a round table afterwards with yeah. the authors gone. Now he so wanted he us could to really he, say. So he could start moaning about the music afterwards. <laughs> but you know what, Mike? Uh-huh. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. I hear you. So look, maybe we're not going to get a little Steven on. If we do, it'd be amazing. I got a million questions yeah. for him. Um, I will say in the book, he definitely, in, uh, he's pretty good at taking credit for things. <laughs> yeah. He says at one point when he's doing hungry heart, he's like, and then I figured the drum sound out and there it was the sound of the eighties. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if any, I don't know if every every other record sounded like Hungry Heart necessarily. We want to we want to go back and listen to some eighties records. He said like Howard Jones, uh, Dead or Alive. Well, that, that was the sound of the eighties, and there it was. I invented the sound of the eighties. <laughs> so, uh, Pat, what do we got? We got any calls? Tom, Any we calls got, for the old rap fasted? We got a full Monty here. Troll one my way. Troll a call my way because we're talking about. What are we talking about again? We're talking about the truth. The uh, un, uh, not you know, We're talking about uh, undeniable truths, not universal truths. Undeniable truths. So you call up with your undeniable truth. That's what we're talking about. Let's do it to it. First call, please. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't well, smell, I don't them. smell <laughs> them. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. <clears throat> hey, Tom. This is John from Chicago. John from Chicago. What's up, John? Uh, not much. I called. A couple weeks ago, I hope I'm not uh, overstaying my welcome, so to speak, but I had a a New Year's in Times Square story that also ties into tonight's topic. Let's hear it. Uh, So I was at uh, New Year's in Times Square in maybe 2010 or 2011. Uh, I was in college, and it was kind of a trip. I think, I can't remember if you all talked about it but you you cannot use the bathroom the entire time you're there first of all um it depends on what your definition of bathroom is mm, you're yeah you you can't technically your own technically your your own trousers can be a bathroom i remember there was a topic i think jason suggested a few months ago about essing your pants is that where tonight might go I don't look. I don't know what Jason was thinking when he was pitching that as a topic. I don't know, Jason. What was on your mind when you said uh, uh, people having uh, accidents in their pants was a good topic? 
I just thought it was fun, and it's uh, you know, it's human. Oh we no, all it's fun. It. We all of we all ask our pants at some point in time. Do we? You've never asked your pants. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, when am I a little kid? Am I supposed to get my mother on the phone? No, I mean, like I don't I, like I, this as a topic. I'm talking this more. Is, this do this on your hawk show. Do this on the hawk. <laughs> Because he's got this other show called Hawk, which is like a radio show. Do that on the Hawk. Let's keep it. Let's keep it family friendly around here. And then they take this. Take this weirdo with you. The Chicago weirdo. <laughs> guy's eating all these filthy hot dogs and pizzas, and he's got he's got he's got bathroom problems. Man, there's a trailer for this Dave Grohl horror movie out now. I think I might need somebody to pay me 50 bucks to watch a trailer (laughs) on this. He made a horror movie. I think that's a great idea for the Patreon. Uh, For you to have to go watch this and record the experience. I'd go with you. Questlove's got a movie out. That's fine. Like he made an amazing documentary. Good for him. Good for him. That's a, that's a, that's amazing. But I gotta watch a movie about the Foo Fighters in a haunted house. Ah, I don't know. I don't know, Jack. Disco themed, too. Yeah, and then that disco when they played that disco that disco concert when they're just like, we got a disco album coming out. I'm not sure that's disco. Whatever. Um, uh, so tell yeah. me about New Year's Eve. Um, so I was in college at the time, and I tried to sneak a 40 ounce of uh, Miller High Life in, and they confiscated it. Uh, and then they they gate off like every block or so, I think. Uh mm-hmm. Again, so you can't, or you can leave, but you can't come back in. Uh, and people were packed real, like, like sardines in there for a couple hours. And then somehow it spread out at some point. But it was really scary and claustrophobic for a good, good hour or so. Um, I saw Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, CeeLo Green, and a boy band I can't remember. And I think the big the big uh, takeaway that leads to my um, un- undeniable truth is at the end. So Drake performed also. And after everything ended, after the ball drop, we're walking to whatever the train station is it Penn station, whatever. Um, and Drake is, dri- is being driven in an escalade through the crowd. And he's just like saying hi to people. And I, I knocked on the window of the Escalade, and his bodyguard, who was walking alongside the Escalade, grabbed me and screamed at me, and it was really scary. He's rolling um, past in an Escalade. Yep. You knock on the window of it. Yep. But nobody else is doing it's not. It's not like they were asking for that. Um, I mean, it was, I knew, you know, you're right. I mean, they could have expected it. It was going through a crowd of, hundreds of thousands of people i guess i don't know yeah i mean look they don't want everybody uh flipping out and overturning the escalade 
so they want to keep some some semblance of of uh of of distance yeah. so you went wham 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 you knocked on the window yeah i mean not wham 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 i knocked well i don't remember to be fair i guess but i i knocked on the window he turned his head it's a tinted window but he turned his head and i could see we made eye contact but then his bodyguard spun me around one of his you made bodyguards. eye contact with drake i did i did uh i also learned Can you get him on the show he might remember i'll try how many points? get some get look i got i look at the guests these other podcasts are getting I got Mike is telling me he can get me. He's, he, he's like, well, what about Kevin Corrigan? Yeah, no, Mike, I can get Kevin Corrigan. Duty stuff. I got someone coming up. Quarter, second quarter of 2022. First quarter. We're in it. First quarter. Well, this is an interesting development. Give me a hint for who that might be, please. Just, just a, at least just tell me the medium that, that this guest operates within comedy is this somebody i know already yes have they been on the show before yes a very long time ago i'm intrigued fine we'll see where it goes so yeah, look, I don't want Drake on the show. What's he going to do? You ever see that one video where it's like the a Rihanna video where it's like, wah, 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 and then like Drake is in it and he's dressed like he's dressed like he just bought all this like like a like a a workout outfit at the Canadian border. Like he's at like, like he's dressed in like this Canadian sweatsuit. It's like he bought it at the the place that you go when you just cross the border and you can buy like you can buy like all the all the like it's your last it's your first or last chance to get arrow bars. It weighs a dick. Oh look, I don't know that guy. God God bless my Canadian friends. But your top your top dog your top dog ain't come nowhere near our top dog. You know what I mean? Drake's the best one you could put out there. Whatever. I know. He just no, it didn't <laughs> do it for me. Never did it for me. That's why I got this kid rapping on his Escalade trying to get his attention. What did you think Drake was going to do? Hey, man, you want to get in? Let's hang out tonight. I don't know. Give me a high five or something. Sure. Uh, it would be cool if you got a high five. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But be, be, because we made eye contact, I learned uh, at some point that your brain is only capable of making faces that you've already seen or something to that effect. Like, when you dream, all the people in your dream, your dream, like, you had to have seen that face somewhere. So, I, I there's a chance Drake could be dreaming about me. Mm-hmm. Could be, yeah. There is a chance. There is a chance Drake could be dreaming about you. So what was it like being in Times Square? Like, what did it feel like to be pressed like a sardine like that? Did it feel like a mistake? Yeah, for a bit. 
before it kind of we got breathing room it did it was freaking me out for a bit um and then where we were this we were next to i was with like three or four friends and we were next to these two guys and one of them kept saying like not quietly oh i should have brought my gun it freaked me out oh i have no idea why that would freak anyone out that's terrible yeah. And that was not a friend of yours. That was a, a stranger. Correct. Great guy. Great guy. Great way to ring in the like new year. 40, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a jerk, but he was like in his, his two guys in their 40s. I don't know why that was their New Year's plans, but freak me out. Sure. I hear you. You stay safe out there, Chief. Thanks, Tom. You too. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pat, we got another call? Still pretty full. One through four? One through four. Yeah, give me another one there then, please. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. To whom am I speaking? This is Jesse from Seattle. Jesse from Seattle. What's up, Jesse? Not much. I'm making some dinner. Listen to the best show. What you making? I'm making salmon. Oh, salmon. Mmm. Where'd you get the salmon from? Actually caught it. Hold on a second. You're eating salmon that you caught. Yeah, it's a... It's like a thing, Pacific Northwest kind of lifestyle thing, but it's a it's a huge part of my life. It's like big passion hobby of mine. How'd you catch it? You, you with an old fishing pole? Yeah, just an, an old fishing pole and some line and and a worm. Now, do you smoke not, not the actually. salmon? Also, do you do that? I do. Yeah, I, I moved to an apartment. Um, and it doesn't, you know, I can't be like smoking salmon in an apartment building. So I, I have it back at my, uh, my parents' place because they live out in the woods and, um, mm-hmm. in like the, so you're like, like you're like a, from the, you're from the sticks and you went to the big city. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in between like country and the sticks. I'm actually, I'm from the, I'm from the town or sorry, somewhere in between the suburbs and the sticks, but I'm from the town okay. where, uh, Chad Channing from Nirvana's from yeah um, some would say the best Nirvana drummer yeah actually I Chad Channing's pretty cool he's like a gardener now and he's got this other band that's debatably better than Nirvana honestly <laughs> like they're obviously smaller but they're they're good yeah well that's cool you know Chad Channing I wish I knew him I know of him oh you know of him yeah. So you got your salmon out in the woods. You you learned how to smoke salmon at a young age? I did, yeah. My dad taught me, and um, in the past, like, five, six years, I've gotten a lot better at it from practice. And... What do you put on What do you like to? What do you like to put on it? Lemon? So, uh, the, kind of like the, the classic way of doing it is brown sugar, salt, um, and then you, you basically brine it. So you, you put those two ingredients on it and let it 
marinate for a certain amount of time. It could be like four hours or it could be 12. And it, um, it cures the, the salmon, it cures the fish, and imparts all that flavor to it. And then you take it out, you let it air dry for a little bit, and then you smoke it. Um, I like to add cracked pepper on mine, a tiny bit of nutmeg. Sometimes smoked paprika, but honestly, if you leave it really simple, just sugar and salt, sometimes mm-hmm. it comes out the best, as opposed to just yeah. loading it up with like a bunch of different crap. I had some salmon uh, in in uh, that somebody in Toronto when I worked a commercial job. One of the crew people had a giant salmon that they that they smoked themselves. Oh my goodness, it was so good. Tasty. Yeah, it was good. And it had a little, and it did have just like a little bit of maple on it. A little maple glaze. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, that stuff is unbelievable. And, and salmon's a cool fish, too, because it's really versatile. You can, you know, you can do anything with it. It's really, it's super versatile. It's really nutritious. And I mean, you can do anything with anything. It might not be good, though. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Because you're saying, oh, salmon's a very versatile fish. It's like, yeah, well, all the fish are versatile. It might be disgusting when you try to eat it. <laughs> but you can do it. You can do it, yeah. So it can be to done. What do I the, what do I owe, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, my friend? That actually transitions into my really stupid, undeniable truth, like kind of perfectly, um, which is that cheese, like as an as a overarching food, nothing goes bad with cheese like that is say that again nothing goes bad with cheese yeah yeah nothing nothing like cheese or you could phrase it cheese is the most versatile say that you could say cheese goes with the most different like dishes but i worked in a restaurant and i was just like i had this stupid like shower thought when i was running a bunch of food to customers i was like there's cheese in everything in american cuisine like it does it's in dessert breakfast lunch dinner candy like it's in every it's literally in everything yeah these americans they love their cheese yeah man I mean, bread and circuses right bread and circuses that's what they always that, say bro? and every time they say bread and circuses you know what i say I don't exactly know what that means, but I don't actually say that out loud. I let them keep saying bread and circuses, and I go, ah, yes, bread and circuses. That's the American condition, right? And they go, yes. (laughs) And then I go, bread and circuses. Then I say, like, pearls before swine, and they say, ah, yes. And that's another one. I'm not exactly sure what it means. Yeah, both kind of arbitrary, but. I've never even heard bread and circuses. I thought you were referencing some like deep cut movie or something. They're always saying it. One of those things. They're man. always saying it. So what what do you got, Chief? What do you got for me? That's it, Tom. Thanks for the show, man. All right. Well, look, I appreciate it. You have a yeah. grand evening, my friend. You guys too. All the best. Okay. Oh, thank you. All right, bye. Oh, it's the start of the show, by the way. We heard My Ladies on Fire by Ty Siegel. 
That was from his Freedom's Goblin album from a little bit ago. I love you, Ty. You're the best. Ty, Michael Cronin, whole crew. Don't get no better. So, Pat, please give me line five. Hello, Besha. What's up, Tom? It's your new buddy, Mike in Bay Bridge. How's it going tonight? Mike in Bay Bridge. Wow. Oh, my God. I am. I, I never thought Mike. I, I did not think you would call so soon. If if ever, Mike. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, I got I got something for the topic. Uh, undeniable truth. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, Mike? It is an undeniable truth that if I need to replace the batteries in one of my remote controls, and it only takes triple A's. I will only have double A's and, and vice versa. It's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. No, that that is frustrating. When when you're looking for the one and you don't have the other, and then you're looking for the other and you don't have the one. It's like, yeah, it's like it's it, that's like uh, like Murphy's Law, I guess. You know, it's just uh, one of them things, right? It is. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's a part of it's a part of life that we start to just accept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got to say, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun listening to the show tonight. It's, it, it's taking my mind off of, off of my problems. Hey, taking your mind off your problems. Well, that's nice when the show can provide a little bit of a, a break for people. Yeah, yeah. I got a real uh, something's really bugging me right now. What, what's bugging you? Well, you know my. My coffee maker of like, I, I don't know, five years, it, it finally gave out the other day. And when I have to replace something that, that I love and I'm used to, I just hate it because I always go to the store and then they convince me to buy something that's more expensive that ultimately I don't even like as much as what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, so... So the other day, you know, I'm, I'm psyching myself up as, as I walk up to the salesperson at, at Best Buy, you know, and I'm, I've made it clear to myself, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that same Braun Master Brew 3000, and I'm not going to be talked out of it. Yeah, so you get yourself right in the frame of mind, this is what I want, this is what I'm getting. I will not be swayed. Yeah. Well, Tom... Next, next thing I know, I'm paying for a seven-year, $100 warranty for a $200 carrying single-serve latte and cappuccino maker that I don't even remember agreeing to buy in the, in the first place. It, it was like I went in some kind of hard-sale trance or something. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? Like... Am I a man or a mouse? You know, so that's that's what's going on right now. Is I'm just kind of beating myself up for that. You know, for not having that backbone. You know, when I when I need it. You know, so that's mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it's shame on on some level. I guess so. I guess it's it's really some kind of like how do we we let these things happen to ourselves? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you stop that train? I, I, I don't. I still don't know. Yeah, I hear you. You know, it's 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 hard sometimes, Mike. It is, but you know, I can always count on the best show to make things better, and I I, I just want to say that right now. Well, thank you. Can I, I mean, look, I, I keep I keep calling you Mike. Your name's not actually Mike. Oh, we don't need to get into this, do we? Well, no, it's just well, it's just a part of the show, and it's just a part of the conversation, and it, I think it makes things go a little easier, you know. Okay, all right. Ultimately, all right. All right. All you you all right. called last week, and you called in as Mike in Bay Baybridge, but this is actually your name's Bruce. Uh, you're, it's actually, and it's Bruce Springsteen. Oh my God, I, I I can't believe you remember me. I mean, you get. You get so many callers with their fascinating takes on snack cakes and forgotten superheroes. I, I just can't understand how you could keep us all straight. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you make it seem a little uh, it makes it seem a little trivial when you say it's just snack cakes and forgotten superheroes. I, I don't think oh. that's what the show is. Well, you talk about other stuff like pizza parlors. Uh huh. That's true. We do talk about pizza parlors. I think that's it. Um, we've talked about more than that. We've talked about more than that. All right, all right. Well, you know, I'm I'm here to learn, just like it, like it, everybody else. And on that tip, um, maybe you could help me with this. Yeah. I heard this really funny song the other day. It's called "Detachable Penis." Who does that? Detachable. That's King Missile. Oh, man. I, I, it really made me laugh. It really kind of brightened my day. So I, I think I'm going to try to, try, to, try to find that one and uh, download that. You know, it, it's kind of interesting. I used to write fun songs, you know, back, back, back in the day. And, you know, like... You can look, but you better not touch, uh, you know, crush on you, pink Cadillac. I want to be where the bands are. But as I got older, you know, I just found it, it seemed weird to put a lot of those, those kind of fun songs on my albums, you know? To put the fun songs on is a little hard? Yeah, yeah, like it's. As I've gotten over the tone of my, of my records, you know, they're a little more serious. But, you know, I'm, I'm always getting funny ideas for, for songs, for funny songs, you know. But since I can't, I can't use them anymore, I, I, I love to, to try and give them to, to other people. Okay. Like, like, like who? When I like, heard, well, tell when me I more. Genesis, when I heard Genesis was going on, on tour last year. Uh-huh. I re- I reached out to Phil and I pitched him this idea I had to change that song Invisible Touch to Invisible Crutch. Invisible Crutch. Yeah, so it would have gone like, you know, she seems to have an invisible crutch, yeah. You can't see it, but it definitely helps her to walk. Oh, what what is an invisible crutch? It's exactly what you think it is. It's like you, you can't see the crutch. And I, I had this whole idea that they could do it when they performed it live, you know, like this 
this old haggard woman comes out, you know, and she's all hunched over and she's walking with this invisible crutch. And then at the end of the song, she, she throws off her trench coat and her shawl, revealing that she's a hot stripper. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, well, then she, she throws away the invisible crutch and she starts giving Phil a wheelchair dance, you know, just kind of rubbing her gazongas on his bald head. Oh, God. I don't. Bruce, I. <laughs> First of all, I think it's very strange that you're so, so dedicated to fulfilling a vision for other artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, Phil didn't like it. Tony, he Tony didn't? It. Yeah, Tony was into it. Mike thought it was terrible, too. So Tony Banks loved it. Yeah. Mike Rutherford, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell but, you, you know, he, he stopped replying to my messages, but for years I was trying to get Al Yankovic to do my songs. Okay, you would you would actually hit up Weird Al? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd reworked, uh, you know, song titles of, of my own in hopes that he would record one or two of them at least. Okay. Yeah, like... Like, uh, like are certain ones you can tell me about? Yeah, like Born to Rub. It's, it's, it's about a baby who, who's also a professional masseuse. Okay. I, I vaguely follow... So it'd be just like, and well, it was like babies like us. We were born to rub. Wait, have you heard my demo? Oh, yeah. no, I haven't. Okay. I mean, it's not the hardest thing in the world to guess, Bruce. Okay. All right. What about Tenth Avenue Freeze Up? What do you think that's about? What do I think Tenth Avenue Freeze Up is about? Yeah. Um. Brain freeze? I don't know. What is it about? Oh, I like that. Now, my version was it, it was about a businessman who's giving a big presentation and he gets a really bad cramp in his leg. Well, that's very absurd. There's no way I could have guessed that. Okay. Uh, uh, Candy's Broom, that was about a hot witch. Uh, mm-hmm. the, ties, the Ties That Blind, uh, it's about these evil neckties that cause people to lose uh, their sight if you wear them. Um, uh, meaning slow down. Wait, hold on, hold on, Bruce. Yeah, the ties that blind is about some evil neckties. Yeah, okay, all right, pretty cool, right? Uh, I didn't, I didn't tell you this one. Uh, it, you know, I have that song called Meeting Across the River off of Born to Run, and it's mm-hmm. uh, but this one, meeting is spelled M E A T I N G. Okay, and what is a what is that version of meeting all about? Basically, basically, it's about a barbecue. Okay, so it's a song about a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else was there? There was uh, Blunder Road, uh, Hungry Fart, Dancing in the Quark, State Pooper, uh, Cadillac Ranch, Grazing in the Street, uh, Blinded by Dwight. 57 channels and I can't find the remote uh, gory days. That was like a modern day monster mash. Uh, Mary queen of arcs and saws. Gory uh, and days, Mark- Bruce, gory days might 
be your biggest song if you actually went and did that? I think it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I might I might try to co-write that with? Who's that? Trent L. Strauss. You know Trent L. Strauss? Of course I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that that'd be cool. The horror director. Yeah. Can I pitch a line I, for it? Do you have lyrics yeah, for Gory Days no. yet? Uh, show me what you got. I had a friend. He was a great big Frankenstein. That's all I got. Can you get any more syllables into that first line? <laughs> um, I knew a fr- I had a friend. He was a great big Frankenstein back in high school. They would strap him to that table with the bolts. And I see that's where I ran out. I just ran out it's again. Not, it's, it, it's not, I know what you're saying about the bolts, but it sounds like you, you're saying he was strapped to it with the bolts. But, but you mean in the Yeah, back. you're right, Bruce. This is why you're Bruce Springsteen. That's right. That's right. And the one song Al almost did, I was, I was so excited, but he, he didn't do it eventually. What was it? Darkness on the edge of my wiener. Yeah, oh, I don't like that one so much. Yeah, it's about a guy who goes to a physical and the doctor finds something. Yeah, that one's a little more troubling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, speaking <laughs> of troubling, uh, I don't know if you know this band from Lodi called the Misfits. Have you ever heard of them? Oh yeah, of course. That's no, they're an amazing band. They are. They're super cool. Uh, Jerry Doyle and I sometimes go to work out at the same gym in in Ridgebridge. It's called uh, it's called Haunch Pumpers. Okay. Yeah. So you all go to Haunch Pumpers together. Yeah, and we work out. It's really fun. Anyway, b- back in the early two thousands, Jerry had this idea to do an album uh, by the Misfits of all nineteen fifties covers. Okay. And it was called nine, uh, Project 1950. You know, it had these, yeah, they their versions of, you know, like songs like It's Only Make Believe and Great Balls of Fire. So I had this great idea for, you know, that song called Book of Love. I wonder, wonder who, do, who, who, yeah, yeah. Book of Love. Yeah. You know, how that song kind of unfolds, you know, it's chapter one and chapter two. Chapter one, basically, you love her with all your heart. Chapter two, you're never going to part. Chapter three, the meaning of romance. Uh, four, I can't remember. Oh, oh, you give her another chance. That's chapter four. Okay. Well, I had this idea to write more chapters than what's in the original song. Okay. And I thought those lyrics should reflect the core values of, of the Misfits. Uh-huh. So what what would they be then? Well, like in Chapter 11, she ties you up and you're starting to have some doubts. In Chapter 12, she hits you on the head and then you pass out. In Chapter 13, she suffocates you until your heart stops. In Chapter 14, she exsanguinates you, but she leaves a couple drops. Oh, I wonder, wonder who. You get the, the the gist of it. Wait, what is this chapter? Which chapter has insanguination in it? Exsanguination? Chapter, it, it should be chapter 13, but it's 14. That's the only way I can make it work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that one is chapter... She exsanguinates you, but still leaves a few drops? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's amazing. 
Thank you. Yeah, Bruce, you're really on to something with some of this. Thank you. But what I, what I, I became thought, of that? Oh, you know, Jerry didn't like it. He said it was too violent. And, you know, and, and that was after I changed it to the gal doing it to the guy, you know, because that's a bad look. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, speaking of the 50s. Yeah. Well, it was Elvis's birthday the other day. It was, yeah. Yeah, and I, I watched a couple of his films in, in uh, you know, in celebration. Okay. Yeah. He made so many movies. I did. I just watched a couple. I, I watched Blue Hawaii and, and On Tour. Okay. And what were, what were your takeaways from watching him? Well, the On Tour thing was interesting, you know, because it's you know it's it's him on tour. It's, it's kind of like that 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 concert episode of the monkeys that, that you hoped would come on more often than it did. Uh-huh. You know? The, yeah. The one that was just like the concert footage and the, yeah. 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 Um, you know, it just kind of like, you, you know, really, it, I, I it's going to sound super egotistical, but it, it was kind of like, it reminded me a lot of, of what, what my life is like, you know, the, you're kind of always, always kind of scrambling around and stuff and you know and it's you know and you have this entourage which I, I've never really loved and you know one of the weird things about about being uh, whatever famous or known is that you you eventually learn pretty quickly that you can't check into a hotel under your own name right so you have to make up a fake one and since 1978, I have only ever checked into hotels under the names of characters that Elvis played in his movies. Interesting. Okay. Like, well, yeah. I mean, can you can you share a couple of them with us? Well, yeah, yeah, let me see if I can remember a couple of them. Uh, God, let's see. Uh, uh, Steve Grayson, uh, Charlie Rogers, Mike Wingren, uh, Chad Gates. Glenn Tyler, Ted Jackson, Walter Hale, uh, Mike McCoy, Mike Edwards, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Scott Hayward, Greg Nolan, uh, Walter Gulick, uh, Toby Quimper, uh, Ross Carpenter, uh, Jess Wade, and of course, Dr. John Carpenter. They are, without a doubt, the most generic names i've ever heard it's almost like they're so generic they don't exist yeah like no one has that name a name that you'd be like oh my god everybody has that name they're so generic that no one actually has them like well there's one you said they're early in it that was so uh glenn tyler not glenn tyler let me think it was Uh, uh, mike mccoy not Mike McCoy. Chad Gates. Re- Say it again. Mike Win. Mike Wingren. But that's see. That's even too unique. Mike Wingren. Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. There it is. Is there anyone actually even named Mike Edwards? I don't know. Probably it seems not. like he had a fascination with Mike. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a name, uh, like, like his name was Elvis. And it seems like he secretly just wanted his name to be Mike. I want my name to be Mike Harris. Yeah. 
Man, I wish my name wasn't Elvis Presley. I wish it was Mike Harris. Mike Harris. We got a great show for you tonight. <laughs> Mike Harris is here tonight. Mike, <laughs> just imagine, mm-hmm. Bruce, imagine what that would have been like if if, uh, if his name was Mike Harris. Can you imagine? And then what if, what if also, if, um, if, all right, J- Jake Riviera and Dave Robinson, uh, you know, see this, this guy, Declan McManus, you know, they get his demo tape and they think he's, mm-hmm. he's really got something there, but he can't have that name. That, that name is too out there. So, uh, you know, he has to, you know, he, they get him to change it to Mike Costello. My, yeah, exactly. Mike Costello. He goes it, on after Mike Harris. Yeah. What a king, Mike a, Harris. Yeah. Then it would have been yeah. Then there would have been no Mike and no Elvis. It would have just been Mike. Yeah, yeah. What and a you know, what a conundrum, huh, Bruce? It is. I don't know if this is common knowledge now, but from from what I was reading recently, Elvis had this this kind of weird sadistic streak, and it often came out during the making of those films. It, I, I don't know about this. Yeah, well, it seems like, you know, if another actor annoyed him, he would have a scene written where he and that actor were having a, a long discussion, a lot of dialogue back and forth, and the other a- actor would be carrying ridiculously heavy items in both arms, like uh, like toddlers or, or heavy bags of groceries. That Elvis would make sure that would happen? Yes, yeah. And then Elvis would apparently blow take after take while the other actors struggled, you know, in, in agony to to hold these heavy items and not look like they were they were in pain. And apparently this would go on for like at least an hour. Wow, that's that's uh that's such a subtle form of, of of retribution. It is, it is. But you know who who knows? Maybe he was just in, in a bad mood that day or something. I mean that's one of the drawbacks of, be, of being known is that, you know, you can't really have, have bad days because everyone's got a camera on you. I guess, uh, yeah, well, you would, you would definitely know. Yeah, and, and I am so thankful that there were no camera phones, you know, in, in the 70s because I would get so worked up about these recordings being being perfect, you know, that this almost, you know, Mr. Hyde kind of thing would come out. And what would that be like? Well, like one time we were recording the song Darkest on the Edge of Town, and, you know, it's a very slow, sparse song, and the mighty one, Max, he, he, was, he was just being really aggressive on it. And it's a hard song to play on the drums because it's so slow, and... You know, we were doing take after take, and he was getting faster and faster, and I couldn't take it no more. So I, I, I did what any what any producer would do. What was that? I made him eat an entire jar of molasses and wear five pound wrist weights uh, until we got the take right. Well, I don't know if that's what anyone would do. Well, I mean, there's yeah. a there's an aspect. Wait, just explain it again. So you would you, they couldn't get it, right? So your your solution was to to get what a jar a jar of molasses. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I had I had Danny Federici uh, basically just feed him it with a giant spoon till it was gone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
yeah. And I'll tell you, man, we got the take, but he, but Max puked for at least three days. And huh. I'll tell you, he still hasn't forgiven me for that. Really? Yeah. There, there are times on the road where I literally don't sleep at all because I'm afraid he's going to kill me in my bed. Because of that incident. Yeah. Yeah. Which was in what year again? That would have been, uh, what, 78? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also used to whip people with a horse whip. You would whip people, your band members. Oh, yeah, 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 everybody, Landau, Iveen. That's another reason it took so long for me to release the records back then, because so much time had to be spent editing out those, the sound of literal rip cracks. That they were actually woven into the fabric of the recording session. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's actually a good name for a band, literal whip cracks. What do you think they would sound like? Well, I mean, if it's called literal whip cracks, I would think that part of it has to sound just like a whip crack, right? Well, I don't know. Remember that band called Shoes? They didn't sound like shoes. Yeah, if they were called literal shoes, I would think they should. If they're called literal shoe squeak, I would think there'd be some aspect of a shoe sound in there. What if there was some law that Congress passed that said... You know, it, like truth in advertising, you had you had to you had to literally have what your name was in the band, or or you, or you couldn't call it that. Like, okay. like what if, like, you, they couldn't be called literally Led Zeppelin. Uh huh. Could they? I, I don't think you could get away with that. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't think yeah. so. Man, I love talking to you. It's so much fun. Like, we really get down to some really, really interesting uh, topics. It's really fun. But, uh, you know, Tom, I hate to be rude. I got to go. Okay. What are you up to? Well, I I, I host a poker night every couple Tuesdays, and I got to get the snacks ready for my guests. Okay. What are we talking talking snack-wise? Well... Listen, between you and me, and, you know, I said this before about the hotel stuff, you know, it is we- it, it's weird being uh, known, you know, or famous, you know, be- because I'm literally in two different worlds, you know, since I started making money, you know, I, I like, I still think I'm, I'm pretty working class, you know, and, but I'm in this other echelon too, so... Take tonight at at the at the game. We got my plumber Rick. Uh, we got my buddy Jim from the hardware store. A couple other local dudes, and we got Warren Buffett and Melinda Gates. You get you run with a very a very uh, a very wide ranging cast of characters, Bruce. I I do I do. So you know, I'm so I'm trying to you know to appeal to the palates of the working class and the ruling class. So uh, hey, have you ever tried caviar on Wonder Bread? Ugh. I don't know what's I, I don't think I'm a fan of either of those things. Uh but together? No, I haven't I definitely haven't. Have you? You know yes, and, and you know, it, it's not bad, but it, it takes some getting used to. It's it's kinda like wearing a tux to a tractor pull. Okay. Um all right, well I'll take your word for it on that. I don't know if I'm ever gonna have caviar or wonder bread, let alone caviar and wonder bread. Well, maybe we can hang out sometime, and and uh, I'll, I'll I'll make some for you. 
Well, I'd love to hang out. I guess we could, I could try it if you're if you're a big fan of it. I'd give it a shot. Oh, that's that sounds great. Oh, okay, my man. I'm going to roll and uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do, and unless you're totally sure you won't get herpes. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> that's pretty good, Bruce. You're you're well. I appreciate as always. I appreciate the call, and you know, hopefully. Hopefully, uh, someday uh, soon, you don't uh, don't be such a stranger. Sounds good. Hey, and if you do use the herpes thing, please credit me, okay? Yes, I will give you full credit. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, man. All right, man. I'll I'll see you later. I'll talk to you soon. All right, all right, Bruce. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Bye. That's kind of cool. Bruce Springsteen calling in two two weeks in a row. Little. Pretty wild, huh? Look, maybe I don't need these uh, producers to get guests on the show. I've got Bruce Springsteen calling in. So, um, yeah, where'd we leave off here? What do we got? Got it. The Don Rickles auction that I'd love to go through, and in two days there's going to be an auction of some stuff from the Don Rickles estate, and uh, the 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 auction is floating around online. A lot of people have seen it. Man, I think I want to get something from it. Got to figure out what though. Anybody want to check it out? Look for the Don Rickles estate auction. Let me know what I should bid on. But in the meantime, Pat, how about you throw me a call? You got it. Best show, hi. Bread and puppets, bread and puppets, bread and puppets. You bread and puppets. Doing? Who is this? Yeah, give, give the people bread and puppets. They'll be content, I think is how it goes. Now, who's this? This is uh, Steve Green Bay. Steve in Green Bay. How's it going tonight? How's your how's your your hero Aaron Rodgers? Is that your hero? Well, no. I love when they were like, "Are you?" What did he say? I'm immunized or whatever. He like ducked the. Yeah, that guy's a grade A dunce. I don't know how he did it. He said he was allergic to something, but I, I didn't follow it too close. But they were like, did you get the vaccine or something? And he's like, I'm immunized. Like he, <laughs> he, he, he was being cute with his choice of words. Now that guy can jump in a lake. I know he's like, I know he's a hero. They're to cold you. and frozen this time. Yeah. Well, that's even better. Let him jump in it. Yeah. Bonk his noggin right on the top of the ice. And then maybe he could go run off to Alex Jones or Joe Rogan can put some of their, some of their uh, snake oil on it, on his bump. Yeah. It's funny. Both Alex Jones and uh, Steve Bannon's podcasts are really into selling supplements. I love how, um, I guess Hulk Hogan now is coming out as this anti-vax guy, which um, that's depressing. Is it though? 
What do you think? Hulk Hogan's going to be on the right side of anything? Um, I love the I idea know. that I met him once when I was young. He was pretty nice. Yeah. Did you eat your vegetables? I felt like he would have stuck up for me. No, he wouldn't have. <laughs> what would make you think Hulk Hogan stick up for you against what? A bully? Like a school bully? Leave him yeah, alone. There were some roofers who were giving him a hard time, and he was like, hey, you guys. Knock it off. I don't know. He's a bum. Hulk Hogan, it's a, it's a, he's a bum. Why would you not think he's a bum? Best thing he ever did was his acting in No Holds Barred. Remember that movie? I don't know. This acting with the what news media outlet did they take down? That acting was pretty stellar. Um, like Balker? Gawker, right, thanks. I think I'm the owner of Gawker now, brother. Yeah. Gawker stalker. What do we got? Jake Gyllenhaal's at, a, at an Auburn pan, brother. Head on over. <laughs> Head on over, staring Jake Gyllenhaal. He's ordering a, he's ordering a, a, a falafel wrap, brother. I do miss pretzel manager here on the West coast. Do you have those where you are? My friend pretzel manager. No, never heard of it. Cause where are you again? Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay. Yeah. You don't have that. You just say eat parking lot chow, right? Whatever bagels we can get. No, just like when it's like a, you eat like uh like uh tailgate food. I love tailgate, but I'm pretty snobby with my own food. Okay. So you're the guy who brings Grey Poupon to the tailgate party? Yeah, organic, whatever, and what have you. Yeah. You have high-minded taste, my friend? Yeah, I got lucky in life. What do you mean? You're rich? No, no, no. Some people turn me on to some things. Some people turn me on. Okay, if you're a rich guy, it's okay. Well, you know the but, difference between good stuff and yeah. you have taste. Do I? You're into sparks. Well, less so after seeing that documentary, man. Look, I love I saw sparks. Sparks one of the first shows I ever saw. Was sparks. That documentary beat it out of me. Why? Made me realize they got because they made me realize they got a low batting average. A lot of bad sparks will be bad for a decade at a time, right? I, that yeah. was kind of my un, undeniable truth tonight. I don't think them and Judy Hill. I think something weird's going on with our historical memory. I don't remember hearing about either of those before you know, 2010 or something. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a while for people to catch up for there to be some sort of critical mass so that, so that a a particular artist gets fully recognized. It it might be the case for sparks and Judy still has a very similar um, slow burn going on, but people, people, they get there when they get there. I think it's the important things that they get there, but 
I can't speak as much to Judy Sill. I never considered myself any sort of uh, uh, a, a super fan. Sparks, I did. Not so much. And man, you watch uh, the 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 rush, the rush for people to equivocate about that last movie that dude did. Yikes! Which, it's a visual. Which, they're like it's movie? a visual feast. It's a visual. How many times did I see people say this movie is a visual feast? You know what that means? Ain't no story. Can't tell a story. Save his life. That's when you start calling things visual feasts. Whose movie is this? Edgar Wright. The Sparks documentary, you mean? Yeah, the guy who made this. But the, no, he made another movie this year. Oh. Yeah. Let me let me look that up later. Yeah, you'll, you'll look that up later. So uh, what can I do for you now, my friend? Well, that was it. It was just Sparks. I got some uh, weird, I don't even know how to... How to say how to say it, but I think that's all like an end of days, end times plot by the government. Maybe Jim O'Rourke is running it to like drive home the point that culture is a historical in the digital realm, and I think the entire thing's a fabrication of the last you know ten years with individuals who sort of go to bat for it and say that they've seen sparks in I don't know late seventies, early eighties. Nico yeah, like I just did. A little bit, maybe. I mean, look, I didn't say anything other than I saw them. <laughs> yeah, but... Where, I, who did I see? I saw them open for Rick Springfield, like... too. I saw them open for Rick Springfield. It's one of the first shows I ever saw. Am I, not, am I, am I, uh, not, am I still a glitch in the Matrix now? I, I'm just... Now tell me, I'll be honest, just look, the floor is yours. What, 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 what are you thinking here, my friend? I don't know why I feel like I got to be kicking the hornet's nest, honestly. I'm more. For what? what? For what? So we're, saying sparks, we're saying that you don't like while. sparks as much as everybody else? I wish I had like the time to dig into it because I think there's some good stuff in there. For, wait, you're, you're confusing me a little bit. You wish you had the time to dig in there, to dig in what? The Sparks catalog or this theory Sparks you're putting catalog. forth? No, Sparks no, there's catalog. great stuff. Sparks are great. Look, there's great yeah. stuff in the Sparks catalog. Great band. But I will say the documentary didn't do them no favors. And they um, they got a low batting average as far as bands go. Pitch they'll, be bad, with the time they'll be bad for, got- what's that? You've got to appreciate like how they're morphing through the current trends is like spot on oh, through the thing. Oh, right? look, I celebrate. I hope they do it until the day they don't want to do it anymore. I, I'm glad they have a forum and that they're that their things working and that they're finding an audience. I think they it's well deserved. Good for them. I'm happy for them. I legitimately like them. Isn't it amazing what digital deep fake can accomplish these days? You remember that? Um, it's Jordan Peele who did the Obama thing where the punches stay woke bitches from, I don't know, maybe eight years ago now? Six years ago? Yeah. Deep and, fake, and you, can do anything, about it? you can do anything with digital 
images. Yeah. Well, you're spooking me out now. You're giving me the heebie-jeebies, and I don't like it. You're making me feel like I'm uh, suddenly a, a part of a, a, a the conspiracy, and I don't like I'm it. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Steven Universe fan. Well, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate. It. Thank you. Um, but you're still giving me the heebie-jeebies. Maybe Bruce wants to pitch Weird Al Darkness on the edge of town. Look, you're writing for weird. You're writing for Bruce and or Weird Al right now. Look, I like you. You're a good. You seem like a good enough sort. You're giving me the heebie-jeebies. Talking a little bit yeah, about punch deep the callers, fake. man. Do What's it. That? Punch the callers. I'm not. A, I'm not weak. I can take it. I remember the show ten years ago. I didn't remember it at the beginning. Hit the fans. Hit them hard. I like it. I like this. I like what you're saying. Okay. You know what, buddy? Get off my phone. Yeah. How's that? That you want? Get off my phone. I feel a little bit of a return. I feel like I just uh, got a little bit of my power back. Get off my phone. That was like a Emperor Palpatine telling you to use the anger. He was the, it was or or Whistler from the Blade movies. Blade, use this. Remember when Blade was saying use this? He always wanted him to use it. Did he always use it? Not really. Took some time. But Blade got there. Was Blade the first one through the door? No. He was a he was a, he was a day walker. He had the, all their strengths and their weaknesses. Took him a little bit of time sometimes. He got the job done in the end. How many calls we got, Pat? We still got a full Monty. Well, give me give me another one. Give me who's been on hold longest, please. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hi, Tom. Thank you very much for having me. To whom am I speaking? You are speaking to Jason from halfway between Ann Arbor and Detroit. I love it. That's uh, it's God's country out there. Best, ba- best band from best band from Michigan. Oh my God! You've asked me this before. I'm asking um, you again. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what I told you last time, and I think you liked it. I'm going to say, whew, from the olden times, I'm going to say it's the Stooges, yeah. and I think enough time has passed where there's no kind of like hipster blowback. I'm going to say, from the 21st century, I'm going to say it's the White Stripes. There you go. Look, we got where where you put Laughing Hyenas on that list. Okay, I'm going to put. Well, let's let's. How about? Uh, on my Let's go decade by decade right now, real fast. And real like lightning itself, we're gonna go sixties, stooges. Okay. Seventies. Best band from Detroit. Who is it? I don't know. What do you think? You wanna say Ted Nugent. I know you do. I do not want to say Ted Nugent. You wanna see Ted Nugent. You can oh, say God, you can no, say it. I'm I I I you know, I could say it. I don't wanna say it. You wanna say it a little bit. Oh, no. No. Not even a little Bob bit. Skaggs is Bob Skaggs from Detroit. Um, I don't know. Is he? No, he wouldn't be the best. He might not even be the best person named Boz. No, I was on the list. Boz Skaggs might not even be our top now, if Boz. You, if you took, if you took a poll, Boz Burrell if, from uh, from uh, from uh, Bear, Bad Company. <laughs> if you did a poll in Michigan, you'd probably get Bob Seger winning the seventies. 
I don't know. I wouldn't have, but I'd only give it to I'd only give it to sixties Bob Seger. I got no time. What am I gonna like a like a rock? No thanks. You're right. Look, let's just move on. What do you got for me, Chief? Well, um, I did want to share with you um, an undeniable truth, and then uh, kind of spin on that undeniable truth of something that that uh, means a lot to me that I did want to share with you. So. Um, you know, I, I would I would hope that most uh, at this point uh, in early 2022 that most special listeners know that uh, our friend uh, Tom Sharpling um, is quite literally last year the best SOB who wrote the best book out of all the SOBs who wrote books, yes, and uh, that's something that I have actually shared with you on the show before, but. My yeah, life changed yeah. uh, kind of drastically over Thanksgiving weekend, and I did want to pass on to you how much uh, I truly believe that it is an undeniable truth that uh, what you do on your show, and then even more specifically what you had the ability to do with sharing um, some of your more tragic and more heartfelt and more pain-filled personal stories and the way that you wrote them and put them out in the world means a lot to a lot of people because uh, I went back, and even though your book was my favorite book of last summer, um, I went back and read a very specific part of it again uh, over the holiday break, and it was something that really got me through uh, a very difficult holiday break because I very suddenly uh, lost my dad um, over Thanksgiving weekend, and it was like out of nowhere, and it was very sudden, and uh, kind of happened right in front of me. And um, going back oh and and kind of and, and, and rereading and re-listening to some of the stuff where you dealt with something similar, um, well, <laughs> it meant it meant the world to me. And I think well, I you think know, you know what you don't have to. You, I, I appreciate you don't have to keep you keep. It's very meaningful what you're saying. I appreciate that. I'm glad that I'm glad that the stuff you know you go through stuff. You tell people about it, and maybe it helps them go yeah. through their stuff. It's very meaningful. Yeah. I mean, keep keep doing what you're doing. I the the, the yeah. way the way that you the way that you entertain, and at the same yes. time, um, are an open yeah. book. At least in in this case, in a lot of ways, I think. Uh, oh, you're you're a sweetheart. Uh, you're a sweet. I, I'm going to keep doing. It. You know, I'm going to keep doing it. You know, I'm going to yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. Slobs like us, slobs like you, the old rat, the rat bastard's going to keep doing it. I love it. I love it. Hey, slobs. Hey, I, I, five days a week, uh, nine months a year, I stand up in front of um, 14 year olds and try to convince them that like grammar isn't boring and Mm -hmm. uh, having somebody to uh, look forward to on a Tuesday night or uh, curl up with uh, a quality book, uh, y- y- you help us slobs get through it. You're sweet. You're sweet. You're sweet. I'm, look, I'm one of you. I'm, I'm a sl- you know I'm a slob. Hey. Did I even say, you know what? You know what a slob I am? Did I even say the name of the place I was getting uh, food at? No, I didn't because I'm embarrassed. It was a, I ate at Jimmy John's. Oh, I did. I said I ate at Jimmy John's yeah, earlier Jimmy today. John. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But I ate at an equally bad place right before the show. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean garbage. Uh, I get it. You think uh, sometimes I eat like I'm at the airport and it's the only option I have. Yeah. Are these terrible places? No more. Does it, you're making gotta, a resolution I, right here. I got to do it. I got to be. I got to be better. I, I can't be as much. 
I can't be a slob in that way. I can't be a slob no, in terms you. of the food way. I can be better than that. I owe it to myself. You do it. To, you do it for yourself. You do it to continue to be an inspiration for others too. Now you're sweet. So, so uh, did, did you have something for the? Look, I don't want to make you uh, look. I'm so sorry about your loss. That's all. Well, thank you very much. No, that is and just the worst. I mean, the undeniable truth is. Of all the SOBs who did it last year. Yeah, yeah, you listen to this. And you're right. Oh, you, oh, you bums. Oh, you halfwits. Listen to what this guy's about to say. <laughs> of all the SOBs who did it last year, there's no Hold SOB on one second. Before you start, before you start. SOB than Tom. No, before you, wait, wait. Before you start. Yeah. I want to do a little, a little preamble to this. Let's do it. Attention halfwits, numbskulls, dopes, uh, dimwits, morons. This guy's about to drop some truth on you. And for all you people out there, all you fancy pants people, you know, these latecomers to the podcast, but I've been doing this for a thousand and one years. It's like a curse at this point. I'm like, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, the, the sissy foot. What is his name? You're, uh, sissy you're, across, you're across decades. You're across centuries now, Tom. No, but sometimes it does feel like sissy fist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pushing that old boulder back up the hill like sissy fist. Yeah. But here I am. You are. And, and here, he, and, and just like, just like the song said, here I am now entertain you. <laughs> no, but look, I, 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 I appreciate it. I'm, I'm sorry you had a, that that's how your ear ended. That is just horrifying, but. Yeah, and I'm all, but I'm happy that that the show can provide a little bit of a, a little bit of a break for you, a little bit of comfort for you. And you, well, you take care of yourself, my friend. I will. Thank you very much. Of course. Take care. Bye. All right. You too. Um, what else we got? Because there's a Don Rickles auction going on, right? And I want to bid on something, guys. It's a hero, right? Don Rickles is a hero. You think I should own something from the estate? Shouldn't I? Studio, help me out here, would you? There's some good stuff in there. I was looking through it. There's an old Shure microphone that I guess maybe he had on his desk or used. Um, there's a bunch of uh, TV variety specials that he appeared on. You get his script podcast, huh? Was it for Don Rickles' podcast? Yes, it was for his podcast. All it makes me think is the second I the second I keel over, the second I keel over. You're going to be pulling right in the driveway with a cardboard box, <laughs> loading that up with stuff. So I'm looking at this Don Rickles auction here. What do we got? Photos, movie posters, Don Rickles Shure microphone. Is that a stage mic or just a one he had on his desk? Looks like a desk mic. I don't want that. He's not. No, if it was Spalding Gray's desk, Mike, then I'd think about it because you don't exactly associate Don Rickles with a desk. Don Rickles group of Frank Sinatra related books. Yeah. Okay. The tuxedo. What if I got a Don Rickles tuxedo? That's pretty good. Don Rickles. uh, Let's see. Cookie jar. What am I going to do with the Don Rickles cookie jar? I'm going to put cookies in it. There's a fan portrait. No. 
Help me out here. Anybody? Anybody got? Uh, anybody? What? What else you see in duty that I should be looking at? Did you see uh, John Solomon's tweet? I did not. He noticed that there was a Kama Sutra of his. Oh, I don't want that, Mike. No, Mike I'm. I'm looking through here. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, he had a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. Bulls crap. This is the kind of stuff that if if he wasn't Don Rickles, this is the stuff that they just throw into a, a dumpster. How much of that stuff do you think he just got for free? Oh, I'm sure he got a lot of it. Like, I'm sure that he wasn't buying the. Uh, well, he got a Friars Award here. I get movie posters. Yeah, I see a fan portrait. So yeah, I guess yeah. fans would just send him stuff. And surprised he kept a lot of it. Actually, the neckties are nice. Don Rickles, Johnny Carson Tonight Show CD. Wait, what CD set? So it's a CD set that Don Rickles had in his house. Oh wait, no, it's inscribed. It's, it's here's Ed inscribed. So Ed McMahon signed it. They would devalue it actually. Get Ed McMahon's signature on that thing. Don Rickles military ribbons and medals. Family really can't hold on to those. You really got to get rid of all of it. <laughs> got to get rid of his military medals. They're gonna get three hundred bucks for that stuff. Well, you're going to get more than that. If you go to page, what page is this? Oh, my God. I think I found the one I want. What page? Let's just say it's on page uh, on page four. Okay, I'm going to four. Let's see if we can get you. I'm going to get you some oil for that mouse also. That wasn't me. Somebody's mouse. Who is, is that? Uh, I don't know. Don Rickles, buy this tape, you hockey puck poster. So he had a tape out called, and I love the I love the billing on these things. It's so funny how oh, it's a video, it's a VHS thing. The King of Put Down in a free for all comedy bonanza. Okay, so you're gonna pay for a VHS tape? No, okay. No, I think I want the CPO Sharky portrait. From the show. Some of this stuff is like, you know, Don Rickles director chair back. Yeah, that's not from the show. Hold on a second. It doesn't say it's from the show. This uh, this is just a, this could, some fan could have sent this in. A, po- a painting of him as CPO Sharky. Now I'm okay without that. I got to get something I know the guy touched. Well, what were you saying, Mike? The chair back? Yeah, I mean, it's just like his name on a piece of black cloth. I mean, a yeah. hundred bucks for that? Oh, you're hoping it's a hundred. You're hoping you don't get outbid on that. Don Rickles VHS tapes. Who's who's got a VCR anymore? Well, one one of them signed by Dick Martin, so I guess and they were all signed by Dick Martin. I guess. Don Rickles. Yeah, there's all these things. Now we're getting onto the. I'm on page uh, six of the auction. Now we're getting into the the crap that was just laying around his living room, a ceramic, uh, ceramic sculptures and statue of a bull and a boy. No, th- a fruit wood armchair. I think he took a page from apmike.bandcamp.com with his book sales. He probably did, Mike. Yes, he did <laughs> take a page. I think I found it. Yeah, I'm texting this to you. 
hold on a second. Don Rickles, Asian bronze vase. No. This is just garbage in his house. Yeah. This is the stuff that they should just take to Goodwill. It shouldn't be called an auction. It should be called a garage sale. This is a good way. This is garage sale stuff, Mike. You're right. Yeah. I just um, sent you a link. Where'd you send it? I texted it to you. You did? I get it yet. Let's see. Speaking of garage sale, you know, I got a I got a bunch of stuff in the studio we could we could sell if we want to. No, don't worry. You wait. You're gonna wait till I keel over. Yeah, we could do. You and Michael cover the East Coast. You and Michael will be. I'll tell you, it'll be like, it'll be like uh, Cannonball Run. The the speed (laughs) of Mike and Pat racing to the studio to start loading their car up. What about these belts? I mean, you know. Hold on. I'm I'm on page. I'm on page seven here. Don Rickles pair of provincial style oak tables don rickles document folio unless i got some of his documents inside i don't what do i care if i ain't got no none of his i didn't know he was a mason apparently there's some thin soup here here don rickles uh yeah these are just plates and things where's the good stuff this looks pretty good, Tom. Did you see the Don Rickles, Martin Scorsese, New York, New York slate? Hold on. Pat. Your your, te- your text never came through, Jason. Okay, let me look. Let's Although see. it doesn't say Don Rickles on it. Don Rickles, Mr. Warmth, Los Angeles Fire Department presentational fire helmet. Man. It's lot 321 on page six. All right, I gotta go back then. I don't think I'm gonna bid on anything. I, I pictured, I pictured me getting something really cool, having some crazy Don Rickles thing. On page, how about six, that leather bull three, ottoman? Lot three twenty one on page six. Yes, that's how it's coming up for me. Okay, well, I think it's because these are numbered. Oh, if you like, go at the top, if you go to the top, you can search by lot number. Okay, well, I'm gonna keep going. I'll get to three twenty one okay. soon enough. Okay. Yeah, this is just this is just crap from his house. It's I'll tell you what it, I can tell you. This what is it crap is, from though. an old guy's house. It's a uh, Bruce just call it old, Hold on one second. Might as well just be called old guys crap in an old guy's house <laughs> that happened to be Don Rickles. He's got like a jazz CD collection in here. Three, yeah. Here it is, Mike. Lot, lot number one ninety three. Don Rickles three brown exotic skin belts. <laughs> belts. They don't look like they were worn either, though. Look, these scripts, this is where we are. Now we're in the good stuff. Don Rickles scripts, TV variety shows, guest stars. Yeah, maybe I want to get one of these. Stuff from the roast. Are these his roast notes? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 321 is the Springsteen thing, right? Well, pricey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for, I'm looking for, I'm looking for something. I don't want to overpay. Well, you pay three thousand dollars for a thing. Well, this is fifty bucks, and you get a picture of Bruce and Don. I mean, we're hoping and John McEnroe, Don Rickles scripts, Daddy Dearest, two volumes. The first being the script for the pilot episode. Oh, that was the show he did with Richard Lewis. Yeah, you get some late period Rickles uh, scripts with notes. Oh, here's one for the dorks. Um, 
Uh, Don Rickles Muppet tonight, signed by Brian Henson. So I guess he was on a Muppet thing. And it's made out of, it's green, so it's probably made out of Kermit's uh, face. Dear Don, thanks for, for joining us and insulting everyone. Love Brian Henson and the Muppets. Brian Henson. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Anybody come with a a marker? I could scribble out as uh, Brian Henson's signature. Let's I'm see. looking at his CD collection. I thought maybe there'd be something in there you wouldn't expect, but it's fairly Don, predictable. Don Rickles, Martin. Here's the Martin Scorsese clapboard. Yeah. But was he in New York, New York? I guess he's got a little scene, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it doesn't have his name on the clapboard on it, so it's sort of... Maybe I'll bid on this. Don Rickles, three books from Suzanne Summers. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. That's really scraping the bottom, right? Yeah. But they're signed, so... Yeah, they're signed by Suzanne Summers. Put that at a Suzanne Summers auction. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is some... This is some this isn't exactly what I th- thought I was going to get here. We're getting to the point where if I if somebody dropped all of this stuff off for me, I'd be like, why did you do that? <laughs> Don Rickles fan art. Char- this is just junk. Charcoal yeah, portrait. T- t- toy Story poster. The Craig Ferguson group. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this it's is- got one bid, 50 bucks. Don Rickles' Dragon Lamp and other other novelty items. So it's just literally just crappy as laying around, including, yeah. This is the one that somebody was talking with me today about. I think it was John, uh, my friend John. Um, Check out lot number um, 276. He has Chewbacca with a machine with his crossbow. (laughs) He has a, a, a an oasis thing. Uh, a, a, he has a Liam Gallagher figure. Why the heck does Don oh. Rickles have? Uh, why does Don Rickles have oasis stuff? You have to do this one. Oh well, yeah, that's what I was. I, I was looking at his CD collection, and yeah, there was no unexpected ones. But yeah, that's that's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, look at this. This is just straight up garbage. This looks like stuff that <laughs> that he should have thrown out. He's a hoarder. Why does Don Rickles have an Oasis action <laughs> figure of the of a, a, a Liam Gallagher from Oasis? And it's built here as Gnome Gallagher. There's one for Wally Wackyman. There's a Jim Henson. Yeah. He's got a Kermit the Frog with buttons. Look at this junk. Man, I thought it's gonna get something good here. Yeah, Don Rickles plush Kermit the Frog with buttons. This is just junk. Should have <laughs> given to a kid at some point. Uh-huh. A rocking chair. Hold on, Don Rickles. I think we just found the one I'm gonna bid on. Don Rickles 2007 Fender Joe Strummer Telecaster. Yeah, now I'm looking at it. So yeah. jo- how do you get that? Why does Don Rickles have a a, a, a somebody should send this to uh, what's his uh, face a kid who does uh, rock and roll weirdness? 
<laughs> over on Instagram. Yeah. That's a funny, a funny guy. I think he, I he, think he posted. I think he posted that one. He did. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's ahead of me. Also, it's a yeah. replica, folks. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. Look at these Don Rickles late night jackets. So this is just the garbage that they put in a tote bag for him <laughs> when he would do yeah. Letterman. He kept it all. That's the amazing thing. And look at these CDs. Let me look at what he got here. Paul Anka, yeah, Michael Bubble, <laughs> Jerry Vale. No, surpri- he have, no surprises he have, in he does, there. Well, he does have a few Jandex CDs <laughs> in here. Uh, let's see what he has. Mertzbau. Uh, he has AC, the band I can't say their name on the air. The initials are AC. And Johnny Mathis, Tony Bennett. Yeah, no thanks. What a what a disappointment. I thought I was gonna get something. Yeah, I got a bit on a Craig Ferguson uh lot. <laughs> or his just for la his nineteen ninety eight just for laughs award. Where do people find out about these auctions, by the way? I want more of these auctions. And since I'm in Los Angeles, I'm supposed to start going to the places. And checking them out myself. All right, this sucks. I thought I was going to get something great, and now I'm just bummed. Don Rickles. All I know is that Don Rickles clearly should have just, uh, somebody should have backed a, a van up and loaded up for Goodwill. God bless him. God bless him, though. One of my all time favorites, Don Rickles. Pat, we got another call. Oh, we got three. Well, yeah, throw another one my way, please. Hello, best show. Tom, how you doing tonight, you rat bastard? I love it. Who's this? This is Eric calling from uh, Canaan in upstate New York. Upstate New York, eh? Yep. What's going on up there? Not too much. Freezing. Ice on everything. It snowed and then it rained and then got cold. Trying not yeah. to uh, break my ankles. I hear you. What do you got for me? You got a you got an undeniable truth? I think so, but I wanted to tell you a quick uh, story that happened to me at work. I thought you might get a kick out of Let's hear it. So uh, I'm a building contractor, and I work in a very specific trade. I build draft beer systems for bars and restaurants. And I was just working on a really large, long, taxing job that was not going well. Mm -hmm. And uh, these guys decided that they were going to open their bar before I was finished and make me finish while they were open and trying to sell draft beer that was not working. Uh, so I was getting very well, That just sounds insane. Them. How is that even possible? That's, I, I wish you were there. Yeah. 
it was a real nightmare. And I had it, I had it up to here with this guy. Um, mm-hmm. And finally, he says to me, well, I've got the guys from Bar Rescue on the phone, and they think that we should do blah, 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 blah. Well, you tell them, great, go go for it. You'll be begging me to come back here and fix everything. You should you should have called their bluff. I did, actually. Oh, you did? <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, well, I was I was so fed up. I was like, hey, I would be happy to uh, settle up for the work I've done now, and you can have Bar Rescue finish the job. Whoa, whoa no, 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 that's not what I mean. No, no, right. Yeah, exactly. He t- no, I didn't mean it like that. It I mean, I'm just, it's like, no, you did mean it like that. You're trying to, you're trying to bully me. You just, you thought for some weird reason I was going to fold when you mentioned that bar rescue was going to show up. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. Can somebody pull for people? me bar rescue or uh, like evaluations episode by episode that just lists, uh, how they've how they've failed. Yeah, so so they they threatened you with that, and you you stood up for yourself, and then they folded. Yeah, he turned around pretty much immediately and was like, "Oh, I'm just trying to help. You know, I'm just trying to solve the problem." I was like, "I was just trying to scare job. you and bully you, but I, I didn't. But you you stood up to me, and now I don't know what to say. So I'm going to act like I was trying to just." Do something for the greater good here, rather than just be, be awful to you. Yeah, this this guy's only experience in the restaurant industry was he owns a uh, allegedly he owns the New Jersey version of a Jimmy John's. John's, I almost threw up after eating that today. I don't know where in my head. Where in my dumb head I got it that that was like, like oh well it's it's bad but it's comforting to me. Where where did that happen? How did how did I make that association in my head? Because it was wrong. It made me feel sick immediately. I tried to get a job there once and they uh, denied me in Chicago many years ago. Mm. You got denied, huh? Yeah, they told me my resume didn't have any local Chicago work on it. So, yeah, well, neither okay. does Jimmy John's. It's a chain. Like, oh, you mean as if you just you didn't have anything that shows you know how people in Chicago like things? Is that what they meant by that? I guess I, I don't know. Part part of the job was going to be doing deliveries. So okay. I guess they thought I had to know the streets or something, but oh, you get a, you go get a map. It's a big deal. You go get a map. Yeah. Do you know the streets? No, but I know what a map is. I had a meeting. I had a meeting for a thing and somebody was like, well, have you ever done blank on zoom? I was like, no, but I've done it in real life. So I'll say it to a screen. What's so different? Well, it's Zoom. Okay. I'm sorry I didn't. I'm sorry I wasn't on Zoom before the pandemic. 
Like, why would uh, why would anybody be holding meetings regularly on Zoom that were all done in person? Like, who would have experience with that stuff? What am I, Charlie's Angels? I'm Charlie and Charlie's Angels now? I can't be in the room with everybody? You get it. So are you still working that job, or is that a thing of the past? Thankfully, it's a thing of the past. I finally finished. I figured it out. I got the heck out of there. And now what are you doing? Does this have a, is there an, is there an undeniable truth that comes out of this or is this just a story? It's okay. if it's No, just a story. that was, that was just a, just a story. Okay. Whatever happened with the songs? Are we not doing songs anymore? We're going back. We'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. Can These I give lists. you a couple? What's that? Can I give you a no. couple? No, you can't. You can't. I don't have the list. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what was on it. Not tell my friend. You're a little guy. Look, I don't want you. You're going to be, well, I'm going to go uh, see if I run it by uh, Joseph. Well, maybe John Taffer will let me do the list. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. What do you got, got for 2022? What do you got? What do you got for the double deuce, my friend? What do you got? Because it's 2022, the double deuce. Tom Tom, Tom Tom, double deuce, Tom Tom, 2022, double deuce, best show, double deuce, right? We're doing the double deuce because there's a highway in New Jersey called Route 22 and they call that the double deuce when you're cool. You call it the double deuce. My father told me a thing about old Route 22. He used to race cars on Route 22 and he said, you know what night we did it? Tom, I was like, I don't because I don't race cars, father. And I did not call him father. That was me just being strangely dramatic for the moment, and it didn't work. Um, he said, we used to race our cars on Wednesday nights. And I was like, why, why is that? He said, because that's the night that that court, that they did like night court, where it would be just like all the local people showing up to like, to like say like oh i got a parking ticket or i got this and then the cop would have to be there in court to to like to explain their side of the ticket or the infraction or whatever it was and he's like all the cops were at the courthouse so that's the night we raced our cars and i was like dad there's a reason why i'm well there's a reason why i the smartest person in america is your son because we got the angles figured out all up. And then he was like, that's right. And then he said, now boost me up here. I'm trying to get, I've tried, can't Jimmy the lock on this window. And I said, I gave him a little boost. And then he popped it. He's like, let's just make sure I hope nobody's in here. And then we took all the clothes from inside the house and the jewelry. No, we didn't do that. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right. I, I got an undeniable truth. All right. Now let me hear it. Now you got one. Now what do I you got? I got one. I just came up with it. All right. I'm ready. Fuck. I'm ready. Firefighters rule. Cops rule. Yeah, look, that's probably that's probably more true than not. True, but I'm undeniable. thinking there's probably some awful firefighters. Are you a firefighter? I am. I'm a volunteer firefighter. 
look, I'm not putting down firefighters. I'm saying there's probably a couple, there's probably a couple bums that are firefighters, but those, that doesn't mean firefighters are bums. It means there's a couple bums that happen to be firefighters. That I don't might know. be undeniable as well. All I know, some bad cops out there, man. Bad cops. I do like this guy who's the mayor of New York, though. Boy, he seems like a dream. This is just like, it seems like the mayor in like a Batman movie. Right? Who's going to just create a mess that Batman's going to have to go clean up. Yeah, he's uh, not looking good for him so far. No. He's got a, his, this guy seems like he's already underwater with this. But thankfully, he gave his brother a prime job. I thought that was a classy move. And for this job, I select my brother. I wouldn't have the guts to, to pick a family member for a thing like that. All right, buddy. Thanks for the undeniable truth. You stay safe when you're, when Thanks, you're putting man. those fires out. You ever find anything good in a house and you stick it your, in your raincoat, your fireman raincoat? Like you're like, and this not. beanie baby is coming with me. Like if you're like anybody in this room, like you break into the room and you're just like anybody in here and nobody's in there. But then you notice like a sweet box of beanie babies. You notice uh princess and uh peach and uh stinky, the skunk and uh crawly, the bug. And then you stick those in your raincoat. Don Rickles ties. Don Rickles ties. Yes. <laughs> you saw he has a, a key to the city of Newark. Did you get that? I did. Yeah, I should get the key to the city of Newark. No, I'm not getting anything from that auction. And at first, I thought it was getting something really cool. There's some nice things in there. There's too much. I got turned off by the fact that it's basically buying stuff from an old dude's house. Stuff that should be dropped off at Goodwill by a uh, and stuff that Goodwill be like, yeah, we're not taking any more of that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing with this stuff. It's not even stuff that would go to Goodwill. It's stuff that Goodwill would be like, no, nah, we don't need any more of those. We have enough tall shoehorns. <laughs> I like those, though. You don't have to bend over. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me with your firehouse humor. <laughs> What's a good one around the firehouse that cracks up the gang? What do you do? You put a funny hat on the Dalmatian, get him to run around? Uh, you know, just blowing off a fire extinguisher. That's classic. You ever, get in a, you ever get in an office chair and do the fire extinguisher and let it propel you? I have not, but maybe try I that. Will. This is what you should try at the firehouse. This is what I say. Go get one of those fire hoses, right? Tie it around your waist. Sit in an office chair, right? Get one of those rolling rolling office chairs. Tie the fire hose around the fire, around the, the, around the pole, right? And you got to tie it around the pole. Then you start to launch the fire extinguisher. It'll spin you like in circles. But then the hose is going to wrap more and more around the pole. You got to do it. I'm serious. Please do it and please film it. And do it with the Dalmatian on your lap. What's the name of the firehouse Dalmatian? Herbie? What's his name? Or her name? I wish, I wish we had one. 
Go get one. <gasps> what if you do that? Go get a go get a Dalmatian for the firehouse. Guys, look yeah. what I got. I haven't seen a Dalmatian dog, in forever. What's that? I haven't seen one in forever, just in general. Well, a Dalmatian. When you go get one, then you'll never be able to say that again. When you go get a Dalmatian for this for this bleeping firehouse, and you know what you name the dog? Thoroughgood. Because this dog's bad to the bone, right? Just call this dog. Guys, I got the firehouse dog. Their name is Thoroughgood because they're bad to the bone. I think everyone would like that, actually. That's a good idea. I'm telling you. Pull the trigger on that. Everybody at the firehouse is going to, you're going to be the hero of the firehouse with the Dalmatian with Thoroughgood. <laughs> All right. We'll do. All right. All right. Have a great night. Thanks, Tom. Have a good night. Another situation fixed. Now, one more call, please. Hello, Best Show. Did you say uh, this, this is the uh, Big Shot Writer podcast? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I know who this is. This is this is what I hoped for. This is what I hoped for the beginning oh, of 2022 from the talker. Double Deuce. This is one of the legends. Wait, hold on a second. Somebody just sent me some weird stuff, this Don Rickles thing. Apparently, there's a part two of it, and there's like a weird face cast. Well, this is the strangest thing ever. Now I got to go get, where's my wallet? This life mask. Now I know what this was. Somebody sent this to me last night in a text. They just sent me. Let me see if this is the same one. And when I say somebody sent it to me, a top comedian, top comedian, top comedian in the market sent this to me. We know that's not the same one. Somebody's going to have his own garage sale someday. Well, I'm telling you this. This is who, this is, in the history of the best show, there are some legends. And this is one of those legends. This is BB from Las Vegas. And why is this night different from all others? Um, I got to drop that uh, accent. Yeah, it was 11 years ago that I recorded the uh, Philly Boy Roy call that starts a lot of chops and it was on one eleven eleven, which he said was the end of the world one eleven eleven was supposed to be the end of the world I'm, oh, baby, I'm looking at this now how about two twenty two twenty two Two twenty two twenty two. Because wait, today is one one oh no. Today's one 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 two one. Not so on February twenty second, we're gonna have two twenty two twenty two. But what happens when it's when the time is two twenty two on two twenty two twenty two? What happens then? Well, that's when you know it's double deuce time. That's when it's the double deuce. Ding, 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 ding. Baby, I'm looking at this now. I'm going to throw out some some items. You tell me what the uh, the estimate should be for them. 
Don Rickles, 10 Dodger bobblehead dolls. Ooh. Just some bo- bobbleheads that he got over the years. In his likeness or? No, just the different players. There's just junk they give out at the stadium. Mm. Heck, I don't know what uh, a bobblehead goes for. 75 bucks. There's a picture of him and Tommy Lasorda. Like a framed picture of him and Tommy Lasorda. Is it signed? It says it's a signed book also. Mm. There's a Don Rickles Carl Yastrzemski watercolor. No thanks. Now we're back to the junk again. I thought we had the great... Oh my goodness. This Get to the Leroy name and paintings. I think I just found what I wanted. Here's a painting painted by Get Smart actor Don Adams. Oh, hey. Of Don Rickles as a clown. Oh, hey. Oh, my goodness. I think we just found, I think we just found our, our purchase. That's the one. That might be the one. That that get smart. Maxwell Smart painted a a clown portrait of Don Rickles. Well, I thought it might have been of a racehorse. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're back to just the the junk from the house again. The sail Swedish sailboat uh, little. His well, here's his golf clubs. Yeah, I got to get something from this. You know what I got to do, though, baby, from Las Vegas? What? I don't got to get one of these things. I got to be this. Why am I focused on what some other some other person did, right? Indeed. I got to I gotta make myself the person that other people want to sell the stuff. And look, to be fair, mm-hmm. the second I keel over, like, is it imminent? Probably. When it happens, I'll be free of this vessel. It'll be fine. I'll still come. I'll come back. I'll come back as a as a cloud, and I'll bring I'll bring rain and and shade to all of you. At least you be doing so. I thought when you said cloud, I was thinking like the digital universe. Well, no, I will come back in the cloud as a cloud. Indeed, I mean your book's already up there. My book is in the cloud, apparently. It is. Um, uh, so, but yeah, look, I got to be the person that somebody's got to go like, oh, I want to get my hands on that crap. You know what I mean? Indeed. This Don Rickles face cast. I want this so badly now. There's, it looks like a very sick Don Rickles. Oh, a plaster cast of his face. No, it's like a rubber It's like a it's like a rubber face mask of him, and it's falling apart, and it's beautiful. Uh, I've never seen anything nicer. Entropy. Yeah. But I got to be because look, this the second I keel over, I'm telling you. Out here, studio rushes right to where everything is, grabs all of it out here. Gary the squirrel. Can try to get his mitts on Gary the Squirrel if you can catch him. All of it. With the microphone, this is the mic. This is the mic Tom talked into. This this is Tom's mic. 
but in New Jersey, that studio. It's everything that wasn't taken out by the hurricane. I tell you, Mike and and Pat are going to be doing a tug of war over that stuff. He wanted me to have this towel. He said that I could have it. But I, that's what I got to be. I can't strive to be. I can't strive to be the um, the one who collects the stuff. I got to strive to be the one who gets collected. Here's all his books. Look at these books. He actually has a book growing. He has a Lou Reed book growing up in public. The, the hell was he doing? And then there's a, the photo of him and Springsteen and Dylan together. Yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Oh my god! Right. And they both look like they're both look, and it's it's Bruce Springsteen right in the middle of like that that era of like Lucky Town and Human uh, Giant when he was when he did those albums. So, baby, how have you been? Uh, exceptional, but isolated. Exceptional, but isolated. Pandemic getting you a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Not really feeling like I'm missing anything, but I... It, oh, it was very, kind of, it was not amusing that all the people that went out New Year's Eve and came home sick... Yeah, that stuff runs out. The, the the patience I have for some of that stuff runs out a little quickly, huh? Yeah. Should I bid on this? There's a fake Oscar that they made for him for Dennis the Menace 2. <laughs> yes. You want me to get that, huh, Pat? Big time. And who's in this movie? Betty White was in it? Don Rickles, Betty White, and Dennis the Menace. That's good casting. Maybe the the fake Oscar is good. This part two is a little more promising. I got to get this picture of Lou Reed, uh, of uh, of, uh, Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen. Lucky Town, that would have been about what year? In the 90s somewhere. Eh. 92. I'll ask it. If he ever calls again, I'll ask him. Isn't that crazy, Pat, that Don Rickles calls the show? I mean, that, that uh, Bruce Springsteen calls the show now? Twice in, twice in a month. Twice in two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is crazy and exciting. It is. So, baby, what 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 else is going on? What what have you been What have you been been up to? Oh, uh, golly, um, whole lot of nada. Whole lot of nothing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Watching old Which boob is, tube. Well, I I got actually watching an insane amount of YouTube. Yeah. What are you watching? Uh, that chapter out of Ireland. Michael, he 
post a couple times a week. He's a funny SOB. And that's, yeah, who is it? Um, true crime. It's called That Chapter. Hmm. I'm sorry if I sound distracted. I just noticed lot 787 is Don Rickles Beanie Babies. Who knew that oh, Don collected Beanie Babies? Nope. No princess here. No, uh, they got the eagle, the frog. Say, beanie babies are cute, but the ugly ones, yikes. Yeah, they went a little nuts. The the rainbow yeah. ones were, uh, ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they were, yeah, when every beanie baby looks like it's, uh, like it's, uh, uh, like uh, 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 what's his face there? Uh, the hippie dude who was the one who showed up at everything? Piggly Wiggly. What was his name again? Oh, um, Wavy Gravy. Wavy Gravy. Yeah. Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I'm really glad I picked up that one. Mm-hmm. I gotta start. I gotta start getting. Uh, I start bidding on this stuff. Yeah, you seriously, know. times are wasting. Yeah, I don't know what I'm waiting for. So, um, yeah. I just wanted to tell you I loved your book, and I read oh, it. Baby, thank you. Way too fast, kind of. I I was reading it so fast that I kind of had to put it down and walk away from it, and I came back in time for the coin pushers. Did you relate to that part? Are you a coin oh, pusher yeah. fan? Oh, yeah. I was seeing it. Man, I love coin pushers. I was pushers. the breeze in my hair. What I could do with a coin pusher right now. Mm. What do you think Don Rickles was doing with a with a Noel Gallagher, uh, a Liam Gallagher action figure? <laughs> I know what I'd do with it. What's that? It's, I can't talk about it. All right. Well, look, everybody's got their thing. You can't talk about it. I get it. <laughs> well, baby, I'm glad you read the book. And that means a lot to me that you said nice things about it. Although, Indeed. to be fair, it would have perplexed me if you called and said just bad things about it. Oh, certainly not. I do have a theory about this thing, um, you know, like electroconvulsive therapy and why they think it works. Mm-hmm. And while well, it's been said that psychopaths have very good memories, oh, no, I have an excellent memory, but I'm no psychopath. You're calling me a, you're calling me a psychopath now? No, that's no, not... I ain't no psychopath. I ain't no psychopath. Come on. I'm definitely not talking to you. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm glad you didn't call me a psychopath. No, I don't think I'm a real good... Like I said, I got a good memory, but no. So that's it. They think they go in there and they do you a favor and clean out a little of your closet for you. They certainly did that for me. Mm -hmm. And they kept cleaning. Mm -hmm. They took all the boxes that had all the memories in it and threw threw them down the garbage chute. Mm-hmm. Bat rascards. Yeah. But look at me now. Look at me now, baby. 
You kicked all, right. all the asses. Yeah. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. I'll take a couple more calls, and we'll put a, put the, the little slam the lid on things for today, as Bob Grant used to say. 22, a whole new you. Look out. Mm-hmm. 22 Look out. with a bullet. All right. Thank you, baby. I love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. I love you, too. I'll talk to you soon. Good night. Bye. That's nice. Get to hear from baby. All right. You know what we're doing right now? Pat, you there? Here. Mike? I'm here. Jason? Preston? Because, again, look, you guys are very important to me. You know that. You, you've, you've helped with, uh, you've helped uh, immeasurably. And, um, but we're in 2022 now. I think we got to hold a, uh, a staff meeting to make plans for 2022. So let's bring everybody together. All right, it's a staff meeting. I'm calling the first staff meeting for 2022 for the best show to order. Uh, if you're here, please uh, say your name and, and uh, identify your role on the show. Uh, I'll start. My name is Tom Sharpling. I am the host of the best show. And who else do we have? Uh, this Mike is- Lisk, associate producer. Okay, we got Mike here. Who else? Uh, Jason Gore, producer. Okay, Jason Gore's here. Pat Burns. Pat Burn, executive producer. Okay, Pat Burn, executive producer, is here. Who else? Uh, Kenneth Reba, podcast evaluator. Kenneth Reba, podcast evaluator, is this here. Is- okay. Who else? Gary the Squirrel. Correspondent. And paint stirrer. I'm saying paint instead of a different word. Okay. Who else? It's the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage is here at the best show staff meeting. Okay. And what's your role on the show, Mr. Savage? Getting people riled up over here. Okay. Anybody else? Dr. Phil McGraw. Okay. We got Dr. Phil is here. Dr. Phil, thank you for being part of what else? Uh, and do we, uh, what is your role on the show? Uh, I give advice. Okay. Cool. In my backwoods country kind of way. Okay. Um, anybody else? Hello? Who? Hello? Hello? Who's that? Who is this? I can't tell who this is. It's Jimmy Stewart? It's Jimmy Stewart. Present, yeah. That's me. Okay, Jimmy Stewart, you're on the best show staff. What is your, what is your title? I'm actually here to make make a dispute. You see, we we, we we had a deal. 
fair and square. We, we had a deal. I want to sort things out. Jimmy Stewart. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Who You're is, my favorite actor. Who is that? Me, Gary the Squirrel. Gary the Squirrel. Oh, you sound fantastic. Okay, anybody else? Is that everybody? I think that might is that everybody is that it must be everybody. Uh, I believe there's there's one more person here. Who's this? This is uh former president uh John F. Kennedy. <laughs> John F. Kennedy is here. Okay. Well that's exciting. Um great. Well thank you for being here for the best show uh staff meeting. Yeah, I'm here as well. And who's that? Yeah, this is director Michael Bay. Michael Bay is here. Okay. Yep. The the famed director. Yep. You're here. Okay. Um anybody else? Because we got we'll get the meeting started. Okay. Let's uh let's get things in order. So thanks everybody for being here for the best show twenty twenty two uh for the for the inaugural meeting for the show and i want to just get everything out and say look 2021 in many ways was a watershed year for the best show i personally did not have a good year uh but uh that is neither here nor there i can uh i will take care of my own business on that i gave report card grades to everybody i got an f um but we're going to fix that going forward i strive to achieve a higher goal going forward and uh thanks to everybody who made last year a successful year i appreciate it now going forward we need to talk about show objectives what are some objectives we can have for the best show going forward anybody have any ideas for new segments new podcasts that can be in addition to the into the best show that could be on the Patreon feed, for example, the floor is yours. So let's hear some ideas. And please identify yourself before you propose an idea. Oh, okay. Uh, well, this is Kenneth Reba again, uh, podcast evaluator. Okay, Kenneth. Uh, um, my first thought, just going through uh, your numbers and everything, uh, have you ever thought about being on a like a best of, like end of your best list? Have you thought about doing that? Have I thought of being on an end of year best list? Yes, I've given it plenty of thought. I uh, it's that's not at my discretion though. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to anyone to get on any of those lists? I'm just writing down some notes here. I really didn't talk to anybody in particular. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I, again, I'd be open for it. I don't know. It's really not the role of the, the performer to seek that stuff out necessarily. So you don't think you should be doing some sort of uh, like podcast uh, uh, for your consideration or something like that. But do do I think I should be doing some sort of for, for your, your consideration, consideration for myself? No, I don't not yeah. for myself. Well, other Definitely podcasts not. are doing it. You might want to look into that. Um, Definitely a lot of uh, podcasts are making some noise. And okay. I, on well, I mean, it's worth checking into Kenneth, but I don't, mm-hmm. um, 
hey, I'm just I'm just here to look at your numbers. You know, I was sent by a couple investors. Usually, when podcasts are uh, on the on the downturn, uh, that's when they send me out. So uh, that's why I'm taking a look. Well, at I'm I'm horrified that this would be on the downturn. No, I don't think of it like that. Just thinking, you know, Kenneth Rebus over here in the corner, just looking at numbers. Okay, well, thank you, Kenneth. Uh, we appreciate it. Um. Okay, so that was uh, proposing maybe uh, me getting on a year-end list as the year has begun, though. So I don't exactly know how that would track, but um, yeah. So what? Uh, let's see. Uh, anybody else have any ideas or proposals? I have just one proposal. Oh, what's that? In the past, we have done a half hour of power. Or could you identify yourself, please? Yes. My name is Jimmy Stewart. It's Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I'm sure it's not John. I'm sure it's not JFK. Yeah. No, I'm positive. Everyone remembers me from the famous roles such as "It's a Wonderful Life." No, I'm just pulling your leg because it's a funny, funny podcast. This okay. is John F. Kennedy here. Okay, so you're. Okay, so you're keeping us on our toes a little bit. <clears throat> That's correct. Therefore, we should bring back the half hour of power. Not just okay. stop there. We should also continue and do not just a half hour of power, but 24 hours of power. We should you do this. Do a 24 hour of power show. Yes, and we should do okay. it not because it is easy, but it's because it is hard. It is very hard. Okay. So you want to do a, a <laughs> huge, huge show, uh, President Kennedy. That's okay. correct. Great. So a half hour power can come back and a 24 hours of power. Like, is that a special event tied to anything in particular? We'll bring back the short one first. Then we'll move on to the larger one. And okay. by the end of this year, we okay. will put all four of us, plus the other celebrities that I can't remember who are on this sure. call into the 24 hour of ta- of power episode okay. duly noted that's duly noted that's it for me i'm fading that's away it. now as i speak oh. going Wait. back to heaven john f kennedy you just left you made your point and then you left wow just one thing I promise, okay. and i shall return keep it steady as she goes no he's gone creepy yeah i got an idea yeah he's a squirrel Painter, executive, ultimate producer. What's up? I have an idea. Shoot, Gary. The show, you know, uh, I think I do a show called Mike Sucks. I said that in the past. But what if I expand my brand to be like Studio Sucks? I like that idea. Okay. Hey, Mike, how are you? <laughs> Spread the well. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Gary. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. You have a good Christmas? Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, Santa bring you anything good? Uh, not really, no. No? I don't pile up a lot of gifts hey. these days. Hey, hey, hey. He's as boring as ever. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm sorry. Okay, well, do you have a, well, okay, so Gary, you want to do a show called 
Studio sucks. Studio sucks. Yeah, I think it'd be good. What would yeah. you talk? What would you talk about on Studio sucks, Gary? Well, kind of better Studio sucks and news, weather, sports, community bulletins. But are, are all those related to how much I suck, though? No, no, okay, just a part. Now it would be just a portion of the show. Studio sucks. And then I have an idea for another show. Pat sucks. See, I was just monitoring Twitter, and when you were talking about the last one, it was like off the charts. We were going viral, but when you mentioned Pat sucks, it just went back down. Okay, maybe I won't do that one then. Yeah. I'm just following the numbers here. I think it's a good. I think it's a good idea, Gary. That sucks. Expand the brand. It's true. <laughs> this is my goal for my show. Mike sucks. My co-hosts are gonna be Pat and Dudio. For Dudio sucks. My co-hosts are Mike and Pat. Pat. Uh-huh. And then for Pat sucks. My co-hosts are Dudio and Mike. I see what you're doing there. And, you know, I think we could really do good stuff. Why is your voice muffled? You sound a little, uh... I don't know. He's wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm wearing a mask, <laughs> you idiot. Okay. Didn't you hear the pandemic on? Okay. Didn't you hear about it? Yeah, I've heard about it. You read the news. You should listen to Mike Sucks. We did a whole segment on it. Okay. But we're gonna. Because I didn't do any of them yet. Okay, so so far we have half hour power coming back is an idea. And then a 24 hours of power, which um, I would run this by uh, former president, uh, the ghost of John F. Kennedy, but I think mm-hmm. he left. Um Say there was a paperback, right? Oh, for my book, it never ends. If there was, I don't know if there's going to be. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. But if there was, we could always tie it to that. I do 24 hours. Yeah. Because I also do just want to say, look, to be honest, the staff of the show has been, uh, outstanding i mean where we have and i know he calls the show now so it's a little weird for me to to (laughs) compare myself to bruce springsteen but i'm kind of the leader of the band and i need to be more like him in that regard because i have like ap mike is clarence clements and pat is like miami steve my because we call him literally miami steve pat burns and I mean, Jason is invaluable. He's like, he really is like, um, like Zach Alford, <laughs> the drummer from the 1992 tour. He's, he's a crucial yeah. part of the band. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, some would even say that he's, he's, he's not unlike Tommy Sims, the bass player from the, <laughs> 
from the from the Lucky Town tour. I've only been here eight, almost eight years, <laughs> so. Well, I mean, between Zach Alford and Tommy Sims, <laughs> that adds up to about eight years. It does. It does. You're right. Yeah. So when I do my show, like AP Mike sucks, what should be on it? Anybody have any ideas? Dr. Phil? Well, I'm kind of thinking that maybe, you know, you could have, you know, kids They've got problems and you have them on the show and you talk to them and you say, you know, you got to go to fat camp and Mike could be the one telling them or they're dragging them off to some sort of camp. Yeah, I don't know if we want to give Mike any authority. That scares me. Don't trust it. Don't trust it. Okay. Well, if you don't trust it, that's an idea. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's, it's solid enough, but we'll, We'll see. Look, it's it's his show. Maybe there'll be those different shows will be under the umbrella of the thing. One idea I want to do is I do want to do um, Ahoy. I want to do the show Ahoy, which will happen in 2022, which is my uh, show where I review different fish sandwiches at different restaurants, fast food places. We'll get that underway in the next couple months. I've got a couple. What do you got? Um, for the Patreon for 2022. Um, you know who's talking now? You oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I apologize. Uh, Jason Gore, producer. Oh, okay. I was thinking, um, you know, we've done a little Rooster's Creek here on the show. Mm-hmm. But what if on the Patreon every now and then we have... Uh, a Rooster's Creek, like uh, old timey radio drama. Yeah, I'd be into that. And then the second one mm-hmm. is: what if we finally do Sharpling Night Live, which I've talked about for yeah. years. You've been a big, you've been a big, uh, a big advocate for but he, SNL. But here's yeah, the only the true SNL Sharpling mm-hmm. Night Live. Okay. But the idea is. So we would write all the sketches and cast them with comedians and stuff to do it. And you cold read everything. So you don't know what you're going into. Okay. And then there's a musical guest. There's a Tuesday night update. And we do the whole show. I love it. I'd be up for that. All right. Okay. Any other ideas? Uh, Mike, do you have any ideas? I had an idea, maybe bringing in. You know, we've never really exploited the fact that we're not governed by the FCC anymore. You know, maybe, uh, and after reading your book, you know, I, there was a little bit in there about uh, a different side of you. So I thought maybe, you know, some adult themes, maybe we could explore in the last 15, 20 minutes of the show. So you'd maybe like call- it if at the end of the show, yeah, we shifted and made it for adults only. Yeah, a little raunch, a little raunch. Okay, like you, you really, you really feel like we're missing raunch, <laughs> raunch yeah. talk, raunch yeah, talk. a little raunchy stuff. I think we're missing uh, crunch. <laughs> What's that? We should get some crunch in there too, like you know who 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 can eat the loudest chip or something. Well, wouldn't crunch imply that we're getting dogs to eat on the show? Yeah, dogs and and just you know loud 
sounding chip kind of. Go on, Mike. <laughs> anyway, I thought we could call it behind the swinging doors. You know, in, in sort of tribute to the 15-year-old Tom Sharpling. I like that. Who, who bravely went through those swinging doors. Um. I don't know. I mean, cable is like a th- becoming a thing of the past. Do you guys have cable? I yeah. don't. You still have cable? I have an antenna. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Pat Burns going the other direction. No, because mm-hmm. this Pat- way, this way, I could still watch like news. I yeah. could still watch Jeopardy. Uh, forgive me, Tom. SNL uh, and the other one. Yeah, the other one. And then, okay. like, it also gives you a lot of channels that are end up on cable. Like, I get MeTV, which I love, and um, a bunch of other random channels. It's hard to pick out, but you get a lot with an mm. antenna if you're in the right location and you got the right receiver. But is it a digital antenna? I thought everything was digital now. Yeah, yeah. You have, you have to buy. Yeah. You have to go out and buy the digital antenna, and then it, right. you know. And every TV, every digital TV is different. Like they don't all receive the same amount of channels, which is oh, really? okay. which is totally bogus. But it's true. And I found out that you gotta like sometimes you gotta buy an adapter to get like a booster signal. It's it's just like vaccines. It's a mess. But uh, yeah. we will get there, folks. Okay. Now I just know that. A lot of people don't have cable anymore, and you know, I get it. You know, there's, you know, you know what you like to watch, so you'll just, you know, get the apps that you like to watch. And but on cable, you know, they still have on demand. You know, and you can get, you know, recently released movies, but you can also get Adult Fair. Um, and sometimes word what fair, I like Fair, it doesn't do us any favors. What? Adult <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds dirtier. It sounds dirtier <laughs> somehow. I don't know how that's possible. It's a clean word that somehow makes it dirtier. Uh, I mean, I have I have cable vision, so I don't know about the other big s- cable operations. But for all of their adult fare, they have descriptions of the movies. Uh-huh. Now, whoever has this job, I mean, I wish I had this had this person's job. My God, because you know, imagine describing porno. You know, it's like. How do you do it? You know, and um, it's like certain words they have to avoid. Um, and but they can, you know, they, they get fairly explicit without saying, you know, the seven dirty words or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you want now, a best you want a best show after hours, basically. <laughs> yeah, I think I've talked about this. Like before. a safe, safe harbor best show. Yeah. You know, put okay. the kids to sleep. And, you know, let's just uh, let it loose. Okay. And, best, uh, show at, best show after dark. Okay, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. What if we just call it best after dark and it's bad? <laughs> <laughs> right? We can do different things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, the squirrel again. Hey, Gary. Got an idea for a show. What you got, Gary? We're all familiar. Who said that? That was Jason. Oh yeah, you're the guy from Duty of Sucks. I yeah yeah, <laughs> the subject of Duty of Sucks. Uh-huh. I have an idea. It's called. Hey Dean Norris, what's going on? And this show would be me, prank phone calling, Breaking Bad star Dean Norris every week. 
and being like, hey, Dean Norris, what's going on? So, I do need his phone number to do that one. So, if anybody has Dean Norris's phone number, I would like to do that as a show. Hey, Dean Norris, what's going on? Thank you. <laughs> hey, Dean Norris. I think it's great. And also, I want to do a show called Pat Studio and Mike Sucks. <laughs> so, if anybody wants to co-host that with me, yeah. shoot me a line. That's the wrap-up show. That's like the... That's your way. Wait, hold on. Change it. I want to do a show called Talking Studio Sucks. <laughs> talking Pat sucks and Talking Mike sucks. So who, I'll host it. Would you talk about how much we suck even more on the wrap-up show? Yeah, probably. And I'll also do cooking segments. What would you cook? I don't know. <laughs> we didn't start making it yet. Pancakes, okay? Is that make you happy? That does make me happy. I do enjoy a pancake. With with nuts. With or without. I don't only eat nuts. I'm like, I don't always eat nuts. But when I do, I choose acorns. That's going to be the podcast sponsor. Secchi's baby. Hey, Mike, you like those Secchi's? Yeah, that's not a bad beer. I don't drink it a lot, but it's it's a good one. So you would say you don't always drink beer, but when you do, you choose those Secchi's. Okay, well, that's those are positive, uh, interesting ideas. Anything else? I got a couple. This is executive producer Pat. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, I would love to to, to do a show where where Mike has to do celebrity impressions. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because I, I, one of my recommendations was going to be doing less impressions. <laughs> <laughs> So, so do we cancel each other I out? That did, yeah, that's canceled. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that ends up in the middle right oh, there. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I can't do voices. It's not my thing. No, I'll, I'll listen. I want to do a show. Wait, I got another one. Yeah. Being the Ricardos. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it would be, but it, that movie sucked, and I want to do something about it. What about this? Being the Ricardo sucks. And talking being the Ricardo sucks. Yeah. But would that be it, talking about the the would that would the recap be about how the podcast sucks or or is it or does it cancel it out or is it No well, the podcast doesn't suck. Okay, good. It's good stuff. 
Hey, Gary, have you seen Pig yet? What? Pig. The movie Pig? No. Oh, no? No, I didn't. Maybe, maybe we could uh, come up with Squirrel. And uh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sure that there was me locked in a cage. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen Pig, you don't know what happens to the pig. But let's let's put it this way: you, yeah, you, you may be in danger. But yeah, uh, we'll but see. me and the guys will rally to uh, gain, you know, for vengeance on your behalf. I don't like that. <laughs> Why not? You're going <laughs> to redeem. You're going to get justice for me. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, it's better than not getting ve- vengeance, right? And it's true. <laughs> Yeah, let's put a pin in that one. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, that's good. So we got a lot of ideas on the table. So what we're saying in conclusion, any final, any final? Yeah, I got one. Okay, uh, who's this? This is a film director, Michael Bay, again. Okay, Mr. Bay, what do you have? Uh, um, you know what? You guys have done a really good job past few years about uh, doing the uh, so far thing, the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young thing. I've really enjoyed that. Um, Thank you. Uh, what I'm thinking is the next one, you just do it with all my films. So you guys have to watch, you know, Bad Boys and Pain and Gain. Ugh. Sure. Well, we'll be ready. Tra- we'll be trans- ready for that. After listening to all these Stephen Stills and David Crosby solo albums, we'll, we will be in shape. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's really all I got. Uh, you know, you watch The Island or maybe Bad Boys 2. Sure. You're right. Oh, uh, no. My back is out. But well, I, um, I didn't want to yeah, give you, up a pass, uh, uh, an opportunity to get this idea out. Yeah, you don't sound well. Oh, God. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Mr. Bay. Yeah. We'll, uh, mm. we'll give that some thought. Any other, any other ideas before I conclude this meeting? Surprise, Tom. Do it seasonally. Surprise, Tom. We said we I would do that. that. Yeah. So, uh, we, so let's it's also, do, it's let's also do been one a, soon. Yeah. So it, he, uh, hi, this is Jason Gore, um, producer, not not exec, executive producer, but okay. Um, uh, it's been a while. We didn't do this in 2021. I don't think we've even done it during the pandemic, and it probably makes sense that we haven't. But that? Tom can't complain. That's true. We'll do a Tom can't complain. Good idea. Great. I love it. <laughs> and that's that the when you hear that, that means that the meeting has concluded. That's the gavel? Uh, that's uh-huh. the gavel, yeah. Oh, your gavel's still in uh, Jersey City. Well, the, we have a buzzsaw here. Oh, okay. A, a buzzsaw gavel. <laughs> so, all right, great. We have a lot of great ideas. I think we're going to have a great 2022 and uh, I appreciate all of it, and we'll we'll keep going. Thanks for attending the staff meeting. <laughs> all right, Pat. How many calls we have left? We honestly we have almost a full, we we practically have a full house, but 
Um, I could give you who's on the longest, and we'll just go from there. We'll do that, but we're going to go fast. Let's not take any more calls. Okay. Home stretch. I have a guy who's been trying, but I haven't picked it up because we've all all been on here. Well, let's do our thing. Hello, best show. Hey. Sorry, hold on one second. Oh, okay. No, no, you you do your thing. Get yourself set. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I was listening to the show. And That's all right. I'm not, look, I'm, I want you to be ready. Uh, I'm ready now. I'm ready. Can you hear me? Well, Hi, Tom. This is I can. Nick. I can, Hi. yes. Hi, Rap Acid. This is Nick in New Haven. Nick, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. What do you got? What do you got for me tonight, my friend? Okay, I got one for the topic. Undeniable truth. Um, okay. I'm miracle sure what that whip just sucks. Was. <laughs> what, what, what's I going on, on there? My, what do you got? I stepped on my dog's squeaky toy. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm Stepped a on your right dog's squeaky I'm, toy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, miracle whip sucks. The undeniable truth. Yeah, miracle whip's disgusting. Okay. So we agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> and um, you're not taking any any uh, best songs for the hundred best song list, are you? Not not right now. No, we will be back. The list will be back. All right. Okay. Good. Um. Well, that's it. That's it for me. All right, buddy. We'll get to it. Miracle Whip sucks. I agree. Yeah. Had right. there you been have any other uh, undeniable truths? I haven't. I haven't. Now that I might be the most undeniable truth. Miracle Whip does suck. It's disgusting. All right. All right. Have a good night. It's gross. And you can always. Yeah. No. It's terrible. <laughs> I get it. Not guys running the ground. Um. What else we got? Let's take another call. Hello, best show. Hello. Best show. Hi. Says that says they're on the air. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's uh, okay. Don't worry. You're here. We got you. Yeah. Um. To what do I owe I the pleasure of this call? Who yeah. am I speaking to? Jeff. Who's that now? Jeff. Jack. Sure. Yeah. And Jack. It's a little quiet. I couldn't hear your name. Sorry, my phone is uh not really uh good i'm uh i should have uh my ear plugged in but um and now sort of on a walk so don't worry about it we'll give it a shot what do you got for me my friend all right um i think uh there's so many things here can i do two pop culture ones and then like uh something like, yeah, well, let's hear it real fast. Go for it. All right. Watch well, 49. I should have gotten way more seasons. Uh, that's just one. Wait, what should have gotten more seasons? Lodge 49. Oh, Lodge 49. Okay. Yeah, I never checked it out. I know people liked it. Yep. But uh, sure. Uh, okay. And. Half Man, Half Biscuit has not gotten their due yet. The band Half Man, Half Biscuit. 
Yeah. Well, look, I have not given them their due. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll All check right. them out. I'll I'll start the movement. Sweet. Uh, on another note, um, yeah, I would say that uh, what is the topic again? What is the topic uh, again? Truth. Um, yeah, it was undeniable truth. Yeah, we are perpetually here because of somebody else, someone else. Uh, you're here because of your mother, and then on the way, you're here because of so many others uh-huh. who help you. Uh huh. That's true. That's one of the truths. Very true. The one is a lot of organisms in soil and. I need some water. Anyway, have a good night, Tom. All right, you have a good night. This is a good call. All right, final call, final call. Here we go. Final call. Best show, hi. Uh, hi, this is Sharon Eagle Who's this now? Sharon. Sharon, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, you rat bastard? Thank you, thank you. Now I know. Now I feel it's official. What's going on tonight, Sharon? Well, I was looking at this, uh, the, the Don Rickles stuff, and I was actually mm-hmm. the one who sent you the mask. But I think the mask is pretty... There's actually two of those. Or it's, it's a face cast. There's um, two, yeah, but there's like, one I want. It's the one that's scuffed up, the one you sent. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I just realized an advantage to having one of these is you could, like, uh, Robert Zemeckisize the face, and, you know, you could be Don Rickles the way that he did the uh, Crispin Glover face. Right? True. You'd become, you could become, you could do what Robert Zemeckis did to Crispin Glover in Back to the Future 2. Slap yeah. a mask on somebody who's the same height, and then look at that, instant Rickles. There you go. I love it. So that was... Yeah, that was the main thing. This is a good idea. If only I uh, know who's going to buy me that mask. Uh, well, I actually I guess I got to buy myself. I, no, I I I'll buy myself. If I'm going to get it, I want to earn it. Yeah, you've already earned it, really. Well, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anything else, my friend? Oh, nothing, nothing really. I just got to, I do have a Don Rickles vinyl record for you at some point. Which but, one uh, is it? You, is it Hello, Hello Dummy? Dummy? Yeah. I've got more than one copy of it. Okay. Well, you are more than welcome. I, I it's, a very, it's a very nice sentiment. You <laughs> should give it to somebody who would, who doesn't have one. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for me. Have a, okay, buddy. Have a that was a good call. To your year. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Take care. I appreciate it. Bye you bye. have a great new year. Bye. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the best show. Anything from the crew? Anything on the way out? Be safe, uh, uh, everyone, and uh, be smart and 
uh, care for no, everybody else. It. Let's not push it, Pat. Safe. Yeah, I'm kidding. Of course, everybody be safe and be smart. Uh, we are recording the news so far on Thursday. So That's true. New so far, that. right around the corner. <clears throat> so get ready. If you got a little Steven Connect, let us know at Best Show for Life. That's right. I'm ta- yeah. I'm talking to you, bands on Wicked Cool Records. <clears throat> That's right. Give us the Connect. Hook us up. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. We'll be back next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Good bye.